Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 9 by George DeBuilder. Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Chapter 20 Chapter 20 Friday afternoon I pulled the big Ford pickup around the last corner on the way to my home-slash-office-slash-studio. Located in one of the older, undeveloped commercial parts of town, it was an unlikely place to live. Years earlier I had stumbled onto the old brick-veneered warehouse and they were nearly giving it away. Unencumbered by a serious mate, I'd built what turned out to be a pretty slick home in one corner of the cavernous space. No one had a clue, particularly the building department, that this was any more than one of many long-forgotten buildings. buildings.ny longtime pipe dream was to be a professional photographer, and this place seemed to offer endless possibilities. If that didn't pan out, odds are that redevelopment would eventually move in and I'd be sitting on a prime piece of land. What never was part of the dream was that one day I would be sharing my home with the woman of my dreams and her two best friends. Brit is my ultimate fantasy girl and I love her more than I can say. Beyond being a beautiful blonde with a body to die for, she is fun and caring and is more open and free about life and love than most people would have the nerve to even attempt. Brit has changed my life and she has an effect on everyone she meets, almost a superpower. If there was an evil bone in her curvaceous body, the world would be in for a serious asshopin. When we met, she was living with her two best friends, Gina and Kate. They are all enrolled at a local university and under Brit's guidance they made it through the first year by avoiding the standard pitfalls of college life, parties and sex. Well, sex with the opposite sex anyway. They cloistered themselves away in their little rental house when they weren't in class and studied. They buried their noses in textbooks, but when the urges arose, and they arose often, they buried their noses, tongues, fingers and whatever else was handy in each other's pussies. Their earlier individual experiences with the male sex varied from non-existent to unsatisfactory, so the sapphic situation they found themselves in suited them just fine. That is until I came along, or I should say, until Brit found me. Anyway, leave it said that this summer has been a mind-blowing, dick-breaking fantasy come true. Brit and I had planned a little alone time this afternoon and I had a couple ideas to extend our private time together. Don't get me wrong, being the resident stud for three beautiful women is more than I could ever have dreamed of. But Brit still had a firm grasp on my heart, and I selfishly wanted her to myself for a while. A large flatbed tow truck was just nosing out of the warehouse as I made my way down the street. Firmly tethered to the bed was the demon car, as Brit had dubbed the classic Cadillac hearse that we had just shot for a calendar. Brit had an unexplained fear of the car and I suppose what it represented. For that reason, she had refused to pose with the car, so it fell to Kate and Gina to pose in next to nothing swimwear with the big black beast. Brit followed the truck out into the street, none too closely, to make sure it was truly gone. I gave the driver a nod as he passed me by and I glanced up at the ominous caddy. I wondered what the proud owner of the car would have thought if he'd known of the debauchery that took place on and in his beloved trophy car that I pulled into the driveway where Brit awaited. And good riddance, she yelled as the truck turned the corner. I was laughing out loud when she surprised me by jumping up on the running board and nearly climbing through the driver's side window. She grabbed my head and kissed me like I'd been at sea for a year. The horn blared as she wedged herself between me and the wheel, 
her tongue assaulting mine. The honking reverberated through the warehouse and back out the big rolling door like it was amplified. I tried to get her off the center of the steering wheel, and she finally relented and continued her entrance. I nibbled at her t-shirt clad tits and belly and lovingly spanked her ass as she made her way to the passenger seat. Her long firm legs seemed to take forever to pass, not that I was complaining as I kissed and caressed them as they moved by. Hi lover, she said, leaning in for another kiss after she had her sweet ass situated. Hi yourself, I answered, threading my fingers through her blonde tresses, my turn to control the kiss. Her hand straight to my lap as we made out, still parked across the sidewalk. The kissing intensified as she found my reaction to her affection. Um, she moaned into our kiss as her hand tried to wrap around my cock through my pants. Okay, I said, coming up for air. Let's at least get it off the street. And I pulled up the 150 feet it took to get to the front door of our home. Her hand still held me tight, and I was ready to just take her right there in the front seat. But as soon as I stuck it in park and shut it down, she let me go and slipped out the passenger door and into the house. I sat, stiff and horny as I watched her perky, shorts clad but bounced through the door. Adjusting my third leg into a more comfortable position, I made my way inside, ready to pounce. I just need to get changed. She yelled from the master bedroom. Take a quick shower if you need to and then we'll be on our way. I was kind of miffed as I made my way to the bedroom. Brit can be a tease and takes great delight on how quickly she can get me wound up and ready to go, but rarely does she leave me hanging. Bad pun but as I turned the corner, the view would have had any cock reaching for the skies. Clad in only the smallest pair of panties known to man, I watched her slip on what would be classified as a micro-mini skirt. White and pleated, it just covered her butt cheeks. Her long tanned legs contrasted nicely, and I watched her calf muscles strain as she reached up for a blouse that hung from a hook on the wall. Bending it up, the burgundy silk just hit the top of the skirt, giving playful glimpses of her taut belly. She glanced in the mirror and unbuttoned the upper button and nodded, satisfied with the window to her cleavage. She spotted me in the mirror and gave me an air kiss and a wink as I stood there, mesmerized. She giggled at me and skipped over to the closet and looked over her immense shoe collection. My lover bent at the waist and took her time making her selection, giving me ample time to stare at her gorgeous ass. Seemingly bare, but for a small white thread that hid between her cheeks, her but beckoned me. I resisted though as I watched her grab a pair of five-inch strappy sandals that I knew from experience would make her legs and ass look just that much better, if that was possible. She looked back at me and smiled as I watched her slip into the stilettos. So is this okay? She asked as she straightened up and did a quick spin, the little skirt flaring out to give me a peek of the little bit of material that made up the front of her knickers. I answered by rearranging my stiffness once more, and she smiled and strutted up to me. With the heels... We were nearly nose-to-nose and she tilted her head back slightly for a kiss. Glad you approve, she said softly as she once again had her hand on my cock, rubbing it slowly through the fabric. So, are you going to get changed? Giving me a little squeeze. I'd rather throw you down on the bed and take these clothes back off of you. I stated, both hands firmly holding an ass cheek. Brit purred as I nuzzled her neck. You promised you'd take me shopping, so playtime will have to wait giving me a final tickle before slipping from my grasp. I'll wait for you in the living room. Early afternoon, thank God for the invention of automatic transmissions. My hand never left her silky thigh as we made our way to the surprisingly uncrowded mall parking lot. I helped her out of the truck, and we walked hand in hand through the main entrance. The smell of some sort of grilled meat assaulted me as I stepped over the threshold, and my stomach growled. 
Britt giggled and reached over and rubbed my tummy. I guess our first stop is to get some lunch. I wasn't going to argue, figuring that more time eating meant less time shopping. I steered her toward the imitation pub, where I'm sure the aromas were purposely pumped out into the mall, and we found a small booth at the back. After our mock serving wench took our drink orders, we sat hip to hip and just talked and laughed about nothing in particular. After an okay lunch that surely bore little resemblance to its British counterpart, we made our way to the first of many stops. In the beginning, I was holding up pretty well as she tried to keep me involved, flirting and teasing as she tried on skirts and blouses. I dodged the dangerous. Do these make my butt look big? Type questions and even scored some points on a few of my critiques. Feeling like an overworked pack meal, laden with multiple bags, my girl sensed I was running out of steam. She glanced at her watch and with a little smile she said, Thanks baby, giving me a quick kiss. Just two more stops and we're out of here. Glad to hear that there really was an end to this excursion, I sucked up a second wind and dutifully followed, watching her perky but flouncing her skirt up and down. Distracted, I didn't realize where we were until it was too late. Oh God. I mumbled to myself as we stepped into a massive shoe store. I was so screwed. I'd made an earlier shoe store run with all three girls a while back. Even though we knew exactly what we were looking for it seemed to take forever. This place however was like the superstore of shoes. I couldn't even see the back wall of the store it was so big. Britt heard my grumble and took my hand to make sure I couldn't retreat. This is a brand new store and they have everything in really good prices. It's kind of self-serve. They only have people at the register, so you have to find your size and try them on yourself. She said this all with great delight, like a little kid who just walked into Disneyland. I managed to suppress the audible complaining, but she did catch my eye roll. Oh, this could be fun. She tried it, trying to get me to catch her enthusiasm. Oh, I just had an idea. She said as she stopped and spun to face me in the aisle of fuzzy slippers. I'll be the teasing, sexy customer, and you can be the horny young shoe salesman. I tried to maintain my bored demeanor, but inwardly I was thinking this could turn out to be kind of fun, particularly since we seemed to be the only customers in this grand canyon of shoes. I followed close behind her as we navigated around piles of boxes of shoes that earlier customers had rejected and left scattered in the aisles. One finger canyon after another we traversed, and I feared we'd never find our way back out until we came to the area that she and Becky must have scoped out yesterday. Just set the bags down there she said, pointing to one of the empty chairs that made up the circular fitting area. A mirror was standing off to the side and a couple of those little stools with the angled footrests were scattered about. There was even one of those metal sizing tools that you stand on, and the salesman pinches the hell out of your foot to determine your foot parameters. Britt made a beeline to about three different pair of sexy heels and slipped into her role of sexy shoe shopper. I'd like to try a pair of each of these, she said, handing me her selection. Yes, ma'am, I replied. Do you happen to know your shoe size? I don't recall, she answered in a sultry tone. You probably ought to check it. Okay then, if you'll take a seat. And I directed her to an empty chair. I pulled up one of the little stools and waited for her to put her foot up on the sloped rest. Brit stalled and I glanced up to see her staring at me as though she was perturbed with me for not doing my job. Oh, sorry. I mumbled as I put my hand under her calf and sat her foot on the rest. I fumbled with the tiny buckle as my eyes ran up her leg, turning at her knee and down her thigh which seemed extremely long because of the extreme shortness of her skirt. Britt let out a little moan as I finally slipped off the high heel, and she wiggled her toes as I continued to hold her calf. Oh, it's good to have that off, she said, continuing to wiggle and flex. 
Would you mind? She asked demurely. Would I mind what? I asked myself. She tried to raise her leg which I still cradled in my hand, pointing her painted toes at me. Oh, I said mental head slap. I took her foot in both hands and began to massage it, running my fingers between her toes, working the ball in the arch. She had her eyes closed as she moaned softly. I got a little braver and ran my hands up and down, over her ankles and nearly to her knees. No objections from my sexy customer. Feeling more confident, I made long sweeping passes, from her toes to her knees. I managed to spread her legs a bit more and took a quick glance. I audibly inhaled as I spied a glistening slit barely hidden under her short skirt. The little vixen slipped off her panties, I said to myself as I felt the front of my pants tighten. See anything you like? She asked huskily. I think I was actually blushing as I slowly looked up at her. She gave me a wry smile, letting me know that she had caught me in the act. Since we both seem to be enjoying ourselves here, she said as she lifted her other foot. With a sheepish grin, I gently sat her bare foot down and lifted the shod one onto the footrest. Britt stared at me intently as I did a more efficient job extracting her lovely foot from her other shoe. I repeated the massage regimen and her legs involuntarily spread wider and her excitement was more evident. Mine, meanwhile, was bent double. Her soft moaning would have been worrisome elsewhere, but the canyon walls of cardboard captured all the sound. Britt's hips now began to rock, and she had a death grip on the arms of the chair. Figuring I may as well go for broke, I brought her foot to my mouth and ran my tongue around her little toes, alternately taking in one after the other and sucking them. Britt threw her other leg up on my shoulder, and I massaged both legs as I continued to lick and suck on her toes. Oh, Jesus! She moaned under her breath as her hips rocked and her legs twisted in my grasp. Nearly there, I ran my thumb inside her arch and rubbed fairly hard, still paying attention to her toes. Ah! She panted until her whole body shook with pleasure. I held her legs tight, putting me in a headlock as she nearly worked herself off the edge of the chair. Slowly she caught her breath and forced her eyes to open. I need to take you shoes shopping more often. She croaked hoarsely with a smile on her face. Man, I never get that kind of service when I shop for shoes. The voice came from directly behind me and I jumped up, nearly flipping my satisfied customer out of her seat. A redhead was bent over double in the chair behind me, laughing as I stumbled around trying to upright Brit and hide my own excitement. Only when she'd recovered enough to look up and I heard Brit start to laugh did I know I had been played. The rhapsodic redhead was none other than Becky, Brit's newest friend and playmate, and a one-time model that we had met trying on boots and hats at a store that she worked at. Brit stumbled barefoot and landed in Becky's lap and they laughed and hugged before finding each other's mouths and kissed until my cock was once again standing at the ready. That was incredible, Becky said after she had caught her breath and ran her fingers through her tussled mane. Did he really get you off just by sucking your toes? Brit looked up at me. I was still standing there kind of dumbfounded with an obvious hard-on trying to break free from the confines of my pants. Yeah, I guess he did. She sighed. I was fantasizing about him being the shy, horny salesman that I seduced into fucking me over the back of this chair with me only wearing a pair of black leather thigh-high boots. Both girls shivered at the notion and then broke out tittering as my cock visibly throbbed. So, I said, standing in front of them, stiff-dicked, looking to change the subject. I take it you two planned this yesterday. There is no way in hell that you, glancing at Becky, just happened to be here, much less being able to track us down in this ridiculous store. They both broke into giggles once more and Brit stood up and gave me a big crotch-grinding hug. Yeah, baby, 
We thought it would be fun and Becky kind of wanted to get to know you a little better, you know, away from the studio. I glanced down at the pretty redhead and caught her blushing as she chewed on her lower lip, staring up at us. Britt gave me a soft kiss and as she was giving me another hug, she whispered, Why don't you give her a foot massage while I pick out my shoes? I pulled back and looked her in the eye to make sure I was hearing her right. Her eyes glistened as she ran her tongue over her lips. So you're really here to buy shoes? I asked as incredulously as I could. Both girls busted up again and Britt gave me a little pat on the junk and turned to begin her search for the perfect shoe. Becky was still laughing and was watching Britt's backside walking away, not noticing that I had grabbed my trusty little stool and took my place in front of her. Clearing my throat, she turned her head and gave me that deer-in-the-headlight look. Clearly this wasn't in the previously discussed scenario. She blushed once more as I crooked my finger at her and pointed, indicating that she should put her foot up on the bench. Oh, okay. She whispered, glancing around as she lifted her high-heeled foot. I hadn't taken note of what she was wearing until now. She too had on a short skirt that, and a button-up blouse. My dick spoke up, asking if she had also decided that panties weren't a necessary option. Thankfully, she had cut me some slack and didn't have buckles for me to deal with. She shivered as I rested her calf in the palm of one hand as I slid the black spiked shoe off her foot. Her eyes grew big as I lifted her leg and began to massage her delicate foot. Little moans escaped her lips as I worked my fingers between her pedicured piggies. Her eyes grew bigger yet and she inhaled loudly as I brought her toes to my mouth and let my tongue play, slipping in and out between them. Oh my god! She moaned as I took her little toe between my lips, sucking gently. I heard Britt giggle quietly at her friend's response. I worked my way up to her big toe and sucked running my tongue around as my hands wandered up her calf. I flashed back to the teasing pose she'd struck just this morning, playing possum, lying in bed, half-covered. Her moans grew louder and I looked up at her green eyes, glowing intensely and her knuckles were white as she strangled the arms of the chair. Round one out of the way, I sat her pampered foot on the floor and with just a nod, she obediently set her other foot on the stool. I repeated the process and I could feel her eyes on me as I ran my hands down her calf. It was my turn to moan a little as I felt her slip her other foot up the ramp and her toes searched for my hard-on. I deliberately slid forward to give her a better chance of finding her mark. Thoroughly enjoying each other we had ignored Brit, which is something that one just doesn't do. Taking a seat next to her heavy-breathing friend, she whispered in her ear just before she leaned over and kissed her hard. It's about time to go. With no other warning than that, Brit played tonsil hockey with Becky while sliding her hand down to lift the redhead skirt and slipped beneath the silk shroud that covered her slick sex. Becky nearly kicked me off the stool as Brit's practice touch sent Becky over the top. Only the smothering kiss kept the writhing redhead from screaming out loud. Aftershocks rocked her as I had her calves straddling my head and I ran my soothing hands up and down her thighs, nearly able to reach her waist. Her chest heaved as she caught her breath and Brit held her and petted her until she was together enough to speak. God, you guys, I wasn't expecting that. She sniffled. I mean, that was really, I mean, you two are just so, I don't know, I'm just so glad to have met you. And the tears began to flow. There's not much I hate to see more than a woman cry, even if it is tears of happiness, so the natural instinct to comfort kicked in and I sat beside her, and we group hugged until we had it all back together. Through all this, my excitement had waned and I didn't really give it a second thought. We gathered up Brit's selections, luckily only two pair, and made our way to the front of the store. You know, they really should have rest stops, you know with water and bathrooms. I joked, still kind of disgusted on how big the store was. The girls laughed, 
and I got ridiculed from both sides. Finally the checkout counter was in sight on the horizon, and two young women stood at the ready to take our money. Did you find everything you were looking for? The older, more studious-looking one asked. The other, obviously the younger trainee, fussed with the boxes, repacking the shoes and glancing back and forth from the boxes to me. I wondered if I was being considered a potential shoplifter. Maybe I slipped a couple more pairs of shoes in the boxes. The manager type chirped. Cash, credit, debit? Oh yeah, sorry, credit. And I handed her my Amex card. Britt and Becky had meanwhile wandered off to another rack near the entrance and giggled and talked low as they looked over socks and whatever kinds of shoe-related items hung there. I felt I was being watched and looked at the trainee just as she turned her head back to her work. I detected a little smirk. Here you go, sir. Sliding the receipt in front of me to sign. Uh, thanks, I said, signing the bill and pocketing my copy. Hope to see you again soon, said the trainee as she sat the bag boxes on the counter. Uh, yeah, I half answered. Things still seemed a little off, but I figured it was just me until I grabbed my bag. I glanced behind the checkout, and in the reflection of the display case I saw what looked like a television screen underneath the counter I stood at. Holy shit, I said to myself, video surveillance cameras? Of course they had video cameras, particularly in a store this frickin' big. And I knew from the little wink that the trainee gave me as I turned to leave the store, that we had probably made a usually boring night shift a little more enjoyable for the shoe peddlers. Okay, ladies, I said as I herded Britt and Becky toward the entrance. Let's get going. A quick glance at the counter got me a little one-finger wave from both clerks as we exited the store. The girls chattered away, unaware of how they were unwitting stars of a little R-rated shoe store drama. I was completely turned around but assumed that we were headed toward the exit, wrong again. Here we go, baby. Britt exclaimed as they had me hemmed in and guided me through yet another set of glass doors. Ah, crap, I said out loud, which earned me another round of rib poking. Now don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of lingerie, particularly when it is wrapped around a beautiful woman. I understand the utilitarian aspect of the bra and panties, and I kind of get what the corset is all about, but after that, I think old Vicky's real secret is that you can make a buttload of money selling very little for a whole lot. On top of that, it's my understanding that most of it is not very comfortable, it won't keep you warm, and it generally isn't worn long enough to really be appreciated, which I guess is really what it is all about. Hi, Lisa. Britt said to the girl at the counter. We're back. We brought our man with us tonight to make sure he likes what we picked out last night. Oh, that's great. The slender brunette said with annoying nod. I'll leave you to it. I'm way behind on my paperwork here. But if you have any questions or need any help, just let me know. Great. She replied. Babe, just leave our bags here and Lisa will keep an eye on them for us. I sat the bags down against the counter and Lisa gave me a little wink as I turned to the girls. Boy, the women in this mall sure wink a lot, I said to myself. The girls each took a hand and pulled me into the bowels of lace and satin. Like kids in a candy store, the bounce from rack to rack, picking out tiny remnants of fabric and teasing me and each other. They had assembled a little pile of items and disappeared into the dressing room. I'm not sure what the rules are when the store has more than just us three patrons in it, but I assume that when you try something on, you don't walk back into the store and parade around in your selection. As I dutifully sat in my chair, waiting for the girls, I looked around this time for the security cameras. I caught a little movement out of the corner of my eye and looked up to see Britt and Becky, arm in arm, wearing matching outfits. I think the proper name for them is Baby Doll, basically a black see-through mesh top with a bit of a brow built into it, 
and long enough to just cover the tiniest pair of black bikini panties. My cock and I both approved, me with a soft wolf whistle, my cock just standing up and trying to applaud. They smiled as they did the catwalk strut and did a slow turn, giving me ample time to admire their bare butts and barely covered backs. You like? They asked with one hand on their hips cocked till they touched each other. Uh, yeah. I said like it was about the dumbest question ever asked. Hold that pose for a second. As I pulled out the Blackberry, wishing I had a better camera with me. I got off a shot and they turned and gave me the backside once again. Camera phone. I grumbled as I waited for the damn thing to focus and shoot. Don't worry, baby. Brit said as they headed back to the dressing room, arm in arm. You can use your big one later. And the laughter echoed from the dressing area. It took me a minute to catch on. Blame it on blood loss to the brain. With runway model speed they were back, but this time they wore completely different outfits. Becky came out first wearing a white one-piece that had cut out sides and fringe hanging from the bra area and at the legs, reminiscent of a fringed leather coat, kind of western looking. My mind quickly conjured the picture and Becky was right with me. Wish I had my hat and boots, as she strutted out ahead and turned, pausing in front of me. She gave a little hip check giving me a peek of her but cheeks hiding behind the fringe. She moved on back, letting Brit take center stage. My blonde lover was dressed in what I would call a kimono, a very short and very purple robe. Her breasts bounced proudly beneath the silky shroud and her muscular legs carried her to me. She stopped and did a quick turn, the robe parting just enough at the bottom to hint at something special. With her back to me, she looked at me over her shoulder and then opened the garment wide, like a flasher in a back alley. Becky gave a soft wolf whistle in approval as Brit slowly turned back to face me. I was braced and ready to see the statuesque blonde in a tiny bra and panty set or something along that line. I'm sure my jaw visibly dropped and I know my cock swelled, because it hurt like hell, it happened so quickly. Stark naked but for a pair of heels and a smile, her exquisite form contrasted with the deep purple backdrop. I took it all in from bottom to top, her long legs leading to a pussy that glimmered in excitement. Her taut tummy was shaded by her spectacular seas, nipples hard and proud. Eventually, I made my way to her smiling face. I love you, she whispered as she slowly drew the kimono closed. Turning, she said softly, Follow me, as she followed the white-tasseled redhead back into the fitting area. Nervously, I stood, straightened myself once again, and then tried to look nonchalant as I glanced around to make sure no one saw me enter the dressing room area. Again, Blood lost to the brain negated any thoughts about the security cameras and at this point, I really didn't give a flying you-know-what. My little head could only think of what waited for us in the privacy of the dressing room. I spotted the open door at the end of the hall just as Brit stuck her head out. Come on! I stepped through the door, and it closed behind me, followed by the sound of the sliding bolt. I turned to see Becky, all smiles and fringe. I hope this is okay. She said as she grabbed me behind the ears and laid a kiss on me that left me panting and rock hard. We Frenched, my hands on her sweet ass, kneading her gently. I soon felt Brit snuggle up behind me and she nibbled at my neck while she reached around and battled with my belt. I begrudgingly pulled away from Becky's grinding to give my girl better access. We all three moaned as we heard my pants hit the floor. Brit stepped to the side and I shuffled back as the ravenous redhead pushed me back against the wall, a cold stainless steel grab bar under my butt. Who knew they had handicapped dressing rooms? Britt managed to pry Becky off my lips and they kissed briefly, my cock now at the ready between them. Parting, Britt looked from Becky, to me and back to Becky. Are you ready? She asked. 
I figured the question was directed at Becky as there was no doubt on my state of readiness. Becky's green eyes sparkled as she, giving an affirmative nod, looked to me and whispered. And are you ready? I didn't even get a chance to nod as they both leaned in and we shared a kiss and I was evidently going to share my cock as two hands surrounded my shaft and two more grabbed at my ass. They both stared up at me as they descended, kneeling on the warm carpet. My fingers wove through red and blonde hair as they ran their tongues up and down my length. Ten fingers played with my balls as they took turns inhaling my throbbing cock. Becky got a close-up view now of Brit's seemingly effortless downing of my entire length, holding it there as her throat massaged the tip of my cock. Backing off, she offered my dripping dick to Becky who made a gallant effort, only to come away gagging, her eyes watering. Brit's kimono had opened and I played with a nipple as she played with me. Becky couldn't resist and helped remove the short robe and took her spot on the other teat. Brit moaned on my cock, her hips rocking as Becky's fingers had found Brit's pussy willing and waiting. The wet squelching sound of Becky banging away at Brit's snatch echoed. Brit relinquished me to her friend and immediately had the fringe top down around Becky's slender waist and was working on both of her eager nipples. The redhead's moaning vibrated through my cock as she sucked hungrily, and we all sensed the end, at least mine, was near. I placed my hands on both their heads, wondering where the finish line was. Still running their hands up and down my sloppy dick, they held an impromptu meeting. I don't want any in my hair or on my face. We can't get it on the teddy. I want to share. And they kissed and whispered, keeping me right at the edge. Finally, Brit broke huddle. Oh, God, yes. The girls stood and I got a slobbery kiss, their hands never leaving my cock. Okay, lover, this is Becky's idea. With that, the girls released their captive and Becky led my girl to the grab bar on the other side of the spacious room. Placing Brit's hands on the bar, Becky backed her up until she was bent over, her ass in the air. The redhead then took her place back on her knees and spread Brit's legs until her pussy shone wet and anxious. Becky reached over and lewdly spread her cheeks, splitting her lips, her asshole winking at us. Becky glanced at me and then buried her face in Brit's backside. Ah fuck baby. Brit moaned as Becky's tongue found its mark. I stood patiently, absent-mindedly stroking my cock until Becky backed out, her face glistening with my girl's juices. She crooked her finger, beckoning me and I shuffled over, my pants still around my ankles. Grabbing my cock, she took it to her mouth once more and then satisfied we were both primed, she held me and guided me home. Teasingly, she ran the tip up and down between her lips, poking at the back door, and then finally sliding into my favorite place on earth. Her small hand remained at the base of my cock as she fucked my girl's tight snatch with my cock. After a couple strokes, Becky pulled me out and tasted Brit then put me back where I belong. This went on for a couple minutes until Brit began to get demanding. More, more, more! She groaned through gritted teeth as she drove her ass back at us. Becky let me go and then stood up behind me, grinding her satin-covered crotch into my bare ass. She reached around and grabbed Brit's hips in both hands. You want more? Well, here's more, as she pulled back with her arms and drove her hips forward. I was caught in the middle, my cock buried in Brit's hungry pussy and the frenzied redhead using me like a strap-on. Oh, you fuckers, Brit moaned as my cock bottomed out. Ah, Jesus fucking fuck, 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 as Becky continued to drive me deep inside her. Becky panted in my ear as she worked us over. Are you ready to come, George? Her tongue slipped into my ear. I want to feel your body shake when you come. I want you to come inside her cunt, deep inside her, come until your beautiful cock can't come anymore. She gnawed on my ear as we continued to pummel Brit's convulsing sex. I felt like I was about to fall off the edge of the earth, my head getting light.
and then you know what I'm going to do. I hope she wasn't waiting for an answer as I couldn't put two words together. After you fill her sweet slot with your hot fucking cream, I'm going to suck it out of her, and then I'm going to feed it to her. We're going to share your cum. So, that was the trigger. I clenched my teeth to keep from bellowing as my cock exploded deep inside her, volley after volley, her pussy convulsing and sucking me deeper. Give it to me. Brit growled as her pussy milked my cock. Ah shit. She moaned as I pumped another round deep inside her greedy cunt. My knees were weak as I slumped over her backside, both of us just quivering blobs. Becky's hands roamed over us as she hugged us both from one side, making sure we stayed upright. You guys are so fucking hot together. As she continued to run her hands over us. I'm so horny, my pussy is soaked. Dropping to her knees, Becky slowly pried us apart, my cock unwilling to leave the comfort of my lover's warm embrace. God, that's hot. Becky said, her face at dick level, watching my shiny member sliding out. I could feel the cold air on my cock. Anxious, Becky pushed at my hip until I sprung free, both Brit and I letting out a sad sigh. Not cold for long, my cock was soon in the redhead's mouth once more as she did clean up duty. Just as I was catching my breath, I was gently pushed to the side. Excuse me, coming through. Now directly behind the spent blonde, Becky once again spread those magnificent cheeks wide her pussy lips swollen and red. We watched in anticipation as Brit internally coaxed my gift back out the way it came. A little dribble of white surfaced from within, a blend of her and I, and it began to find its way down between her distended lips. Like a starving child on the teat, Becky wrapped her lips around Brit's pouting pussy, lapping and sucking our combined jizz, slurping noisily. Oh, fuck Beck. Brit groaned as her pussy erupted once more, pushing our cum into the waiting mouth. Becky held her ground until she was sure she had all there was to take. Before she stood, Becky looked up at me and opened her mouth to show me her creamy prize. It was an effort to get Brit upright, leaning against the wall with a glazed look in her eyes. She was truly spent. I think she had forgotten the last step in Becky's plan, if she knew it at all, and her eyes cleared and grew big as Becky grabbed her and kissed her, sharing the love and our load. The kiss devolved into a frenzied tongue duel with Becky grinding away on Brit's leg, the satin crotch soaked through. I had managed to find my way to a chair in the corner, my clothes still around my ankles, my cock reawakened by Becky's antics. Breathless, the kissing ceased, hugging and cooing into each other's ears, Becky still slowly grinding on Brit's thigh. You are one nasty girl, Brit said as she bushed the hair out of Becky's face. I've fantasized about doing things like that, but until you came along, and then glanced over at me, watching me absentmindedly stroking myself. Until then, I was happy with it just being a fantasy, but now, I think you've spoiled me. Yeah, replied my girl as she smiled at me and played with Becky's nipples. I was kind of the same way until I met Stud over there. He's let me just be me and I think he's been pretty happy with the way things have been going. All I could do was smile and nod, still in a bit of a post-fuck fog. Well, I guess we should probably get out of here. Lisa is probably ready to lock up. Yeah, I guess, said the redhead in a frustrated voice. I wish we had a few more minutes, I'm so fucking horny after eating you out and sucking on that big cock, well shit, and look, pointing at me with my stiff cock still in hand. He's still fucking hard. She turned back to Brit and blushing and squirming like a little girl, she whispered her request. Can I, well, would it be alright, you know, I've already sucked, it's just. Brit smiled at her friend, thinking how cute it was that she was so worked up and bashful at the same time. She'd enjoyed watching Becky work her way into their lives, exploring her own limits. Now she was asking permission to make the final leap.
Go ahead and just ask baby. Tell me what you want. Giving her a reassuring little peck on the lips. Taking a deep breath, Becky looked her in the eye and asked matter-of-factly. Brit, can I fuck your boyfriend? Brit raised one eyebrow, replying. I guess it's okay with me, but you should really ask him. Nodding my way. Becky demurely looked my way and then let out a little gasp as I flexed my heart on, beckoning her. Both girls giggled and Becky's shyness turned to lust as she turned toward me. Wait a sec, Brit said from behind her. Becky stalled and Brit came between us and dropped to her knees, grabbing onto the white tasseled outfit. Let's get this off, we need to change anyway. Brit pulled it over the redhead's hips, the wet crotch clinging to her equally wet lips. It fell to the floor and Brit helped her step out of the lingerie leaving her gloriously naked. Okay, let's make sure you're ready. And without warning slid a long slender finger into the redhead's slick pussy and sucked on her protruding clit. Oh God. She moaned, grinding on Brit's face until my girl backed off. I think you're ready. Licking her finger. Me walking, she pushed Becky to me, where I remained seated, my cock waving in the wind. I scooted forward as Brit nudged her until Becky was straddling my cock. I ran a finger over the red hair arrow that pointed to my destination. Brit now had a hold of me and held me vertical, and with her other hand on Becky's hip, guided Taba into Slada. Oh Brit, he's so fucking big. She moaned as my cock split her inner lips. Her pussy walls hugged me as she slowly consumed my dick. I took a tit in each hand to help steady her, and she groaned and gave me an evil look as I tweaked her nipples. Brit stood behind her as she bottomed out, her pussy lips mashed against my pubes. Fuck that's good. As she gyrated her hips ever so slightly, resting her head on my shoulder, she mewed as she took me for a ride, little lifts and squats, trying to delay the inevitable. I shifted my hold to her firm but cheeks and gripped them tight, pulling them apart and tightening her pussy's hold. God I love your cock. She whispered and then squeaked as my middle finger came to rest on her puckered ass. Don't even. She said as she bit on my ear lobe, her pussy clinching my cock tighter. I felt Brit's hand slide over mine and her finger took my place. Brit. She warned, feeling the manicured nail tickle her asshole. I took Becky's ass in hand once more and worked her further up and down my length. Her slick snatch was literally gushing and I could feel her passion trickling down my balls. Fuck my pussy. Becky moaned as she rode me harder. I could just see the top of Brit's blonde head as she knelt in front of me, getting a close-up view of the action. Oh shit. Becky moaned as we both felt Brit's fingers slip into the redhead's tight ass. Becky picked up the pace, the finish line in sight, my cock and Brit's slender digit pushing her to the limit. Becky leaned back enough to put her forehead against mine and we stared at one another. Her determined look made my cock throb and she winced at the sensation. I'm gonna come hard on your cock. I wanna feel your fucking big cock throb when I come all over it. Her body shook as we felt Brit work her finger deeper into her newest friend's sweet ass her other hand working my balls like you'd work to get the last bit of toothpaste out of the tube. I don't know if I had much to give, but I was going to come, dry well or not. My cock grew and my balls tightened and I felt the muscles in my thighs clinch. I pulled her down hard and hugged her tight. Here it is, as my cock spewed whatever was in reserves. Again, I came so hard it hurt and I tried to straighten my legs and point my toes, nearly knocking Brit on her but for the second time that evening. She wouldn't have fallen far however as her finger was buried deep in Becky's spasming ass and she bit my shoulder to keep from screaming out loud as her climax strangled my cock while drowning it at the same time. Ha ha ha! She panted as one orgasm followed the last until she was completely out of steam and collapsed, limp in my hug. 
She did manage a small moan as we felt Brit's middle finger slowly make its exit, and my spent cock wilted, but had nowhere to go. I held the ragdoll limp redhead, running my hands up and down her backside, my fingers playing in her ass crack. Not wanting to let go, she purred and scattered little kisses on my neck and shoulders while her arms and pussy hugged me lovingly. Brit stood and stretched her feline stretch. Her perfect body caused even my limp dick to respond. Becky squeaked and her pussy gave me one last embrace. Brit stood beside us and ran her hands over us, combing Becky's long red tresses down her back. Okay guys, I think we better get out of here. I'm sure Lisa would like to lock up and go home. I'd completely zoned on where we were and the girls laughed at the frantic look on my face. Don't worry baby. We kinda set this up with Lisa yesterday. She locked up after we came in to finish her inventory report for the company, so we kind of had the place to ourselves. I wasn't sure how far it would go, but I had my hopes. She smiled and gave me a kiss that turned into another three-way kiss. Kind of awkward, but sexy as hell. After the kiss, we finally had to get up and get dressed. Becky leaned back and the look in her eyes told me that she really didn't want to let me go. Britt read the look too and smiled at her. That was too much fun to not do again but we may have worn out our welcome at the mall. Giggling. God, I love you guys, Becky whispered, trying not to let her emotions take over. Well, here goes. Putting her forehead on my shoulder, we all looked down as she slowly started to stand. My cock was slowly released, her pouting lips reluctant to let go. We all sighed as my limpness flopped out, and we watched our residual love drip onto my lower belly. Brit finger painted me, tracing designs in the milky medium. Becky shivered at the sight, expelling a bit more for Brit to play with. Brit giggled, kissing Becky's bare hip. Becky finally stood upright and gave Brit a big kiss. Thank you for this. The tears about to rise again. Hey, you weren't the only one that had fun tonight, Brit replied. Now let's clean up our mess and get out of here. I sat and looked down as the two licked and sucked until I was clean once again, and a little hard. Jesus, Becky said as she toyed with my reviving member. Is he always this way? I stood and pulled them both to me, and asked cheek in each hand. I think it has to do with the company I keep. And we shared one more awkward kiss. All right, let's get dressed and get out of here. I enjoy watching a woman get dressed almost as much as watching her get undressed, so much so that I was still standing there with my pants around my ankles as the girls finished. They both giggled and without talking, pulled my boxers and pants back up, taking extra care and making sure my cock was properly tucked away. Straightening up my shirt and buckling my belt, they each gave me a kiss on the cheek and grabbed their purchases and headed out into the deserted store. Lisa looked up from her work and gave me a knowing smirk. I know I blushed. Thanks, Lisa, Britt said as she leaned over the counter and gave her a quick kiss. So will those work out for you? Lisa asked, nodding to the robe and little white outfit. Oh yeah, Becky chimed in, her hand squeezing my butt. They worked out just fine. Well, good shooting me another look, along with another wink. Here, let me put them in a bag for you. As Lisa refolded the clothes, her fingers settled on the damp crotch of Becky's lingerie and it was Becky's turn to blush and her grip on my ass tightened. Luckily, my wallet was parked over the unattended but cheek and as I pulled it out, Lisa held up her hand. No, they're already paid for. Handing me the bag. I glanced at Brit who threw me a kiss. The little minx had this all planned out too. I was impressed. Lisa led us to the entrance and leaned down to unlock the door. That was definitely designed by a man. Britt noted as she, Becky and I all admired Lisa's long legs and barely covered but as she fumbled to get the key in the lock. 
She looked back up at us and smiled as she turned the key in the cylinder. Lisa held open the door as we filed out. Britt gave her another kiss, a little longer this time. Thanks, babe, we owe you. She smiled as she collected a similar kiss from Becky. I was the last out the door and paused, not sure what the proper etiquette was for thanking someone who let you use their establishment to have a mini-orgy in. Lisa gave me that knowing smirk once more and took my hand and brought it to her ample bosom as she gave me a quick peck on the lips. Her brown eyes never left mine as she said, I'll get back to you later, Brit. And with a little pat on the butt, she closed up behind us. Brit and Becky giggled and whispered as they walked out ahead of me, hand in hand through the deserted mall. Out in the parking lot, we found my truck with Becky conveniently parked next to it. I was putting our purchases into the back seat as the girls said their goodbyes. They hugged and kissed. I wish you didn't have to open in the morning. Britt pouted as she ran her fingers through Becky's long red hair. Yeah, me too. As she played with Brits. I'll call you tomorrow. As she kissed her again. I was just fishing out the white tasseled outfit out of the bag as Becky stepped up beside me. She put her hand on mine and pushed it back into the bag. Go ahead and take it to your place. We may want to use it for a future shoot. I'll bring my boots and hat. That sounds like a plan, I said, turning to her. I glanced at Brit over her shoulder, and she smiled and gave me a little nod. I pulled Becky to me and kissed her hard, hands on her butt, her feet off the ground. I could hear Brit giggling over Becky's moans as she worked over my tongue with hers. Brit joined in on the hugging until it was time to go. You guys are the best, Becky said softly as she tried to let us go. I really hope we can do this again. The blush returning. Britt took her hand and led her to her car. Baby, this is just the beginning of a long friendship, I think. You know, one of those friendships with lots of benefits. Becky beamed and she gave Britt another smoldering kiss before she got in her car. She waved as we watched her pull out of the parking lot. Take me home, stud, Britt said as I helped her into the truck. Her hand rested in my lap the entire trip home as she recounted her and Becky's elaborate planning the day before. We pulled into the warehouse and up to the front door of the darkened house. The girls must already be in bed. I know I'm ready. If I hadn't already been worked over, I'd have taken her in and screwed her silly after she teased me all the way home. I pulled her out of the truck and hugged her before her feet could hit the floor. I found myself saying it more and more, and after this evening, I couldn't have meant it more. I love you, Brit. I can't put into words what you mean to me, so hopefully I love you over and over will suffice. Her eyes glistened and she chewed on her lower lip for a second, formulating her response. You don't need words to tell me that you love me. She whispered. Our hearts are doing the talking for us and mine has been telling me since we met that we were destined to be together and as long as we are true to ourselves and each other, nothing can keep us apart. We each wiped little tears from each other's cheeks and whispered in unison as our lips met. I love you. Early Saturday morning the need to pee woke me way too early. It may have also been the soft lips wrapped around my morning wood that woke me from my slumber. A bare foot rested beside me on my pillow, just within tongue range. A quick lick almost got me a broken nose. Hey, quit it. She squealed as she jerked her foot away. She moaned as she continued to take me into her mouth and I ran my hand over her bare butt. I can still taste a little Becky, she said as she came up for air. I took the opportunity to sit up and take her into my arms and give her a good morning kiss. I thought I could still detect a little redhead on her lips. I stood to head to the bathroom. Hey, she protested. I'm not done yet, grabbing at my crotch. I managed to dodge her grasp. I gotta pee, I'll be back. All right, 
she said in her exasperated tone. I need something to drink anyway. You want some juice or something? That'd be great. I half yelled as I stood before the porcelain throne. After the couple mandatory shakes, I grabbed a washcloth and rinsed my face and gave the privates a little once-over, gargled some mouthwash, and returned to the bedroom. Brit was waiting, sitting upright against the headboard, the sheet at her waist and her beautiful breasts just begging for a little attention. I slid in next to her and gave the left one a good morning kiss, and then leaned over to the right one. They get jealous if I don't treat them equally, and gave her a kiss. I sat back up and collected a proper kiss from my one and only and then took a sip of orange juice. She laughed as I grimaced and evidently made quite the face. You'll never remember that mouthwash and orange juice don't mix. I shrugged my shoulders like it was no big deal and took a big gulp, the mouthwash now neutralized. I sat my empty glass on the bedside table and slid down under the sheet some more and rested my head in her lap. I looked up at her face, framed by my favorite tits as she looked down at me with a grin shaking her head at my juvenile behavior. So what are you up to today? She ran her hand through my hair. Are you asking me or my tits? I smiled back as I reached up to torment a nipple. Well, I assume you're kind of a team, so either of you, I guess. That earned me another giggle as she traced a squiggly path with her finger down my chest to play with my nipples. Well, I need to go through the shots from the last two cars and get them off to the customer, and then I really need to get back on the website. Then there is always laundry and shopping and all those wifely duties. Wifely duties? I sputtered. Calm down. She laughed. I didn't drug you last night and drag you to the altar. I don't really care if I ever get married or not, but after our conversation last night, I just feel like we're going to be together for a long time. The wifely thing just sort of slipped out. I'm really too independent to slip into the same role as my mom. Phew. I said, whipping my hand across my brow. That's a relief, I said mockingly, only to receive a flick of the finger across one of my nipples. No, I'm with ya. I don't see a real need to get married, at least not right away. I think we're both pretty happy with things as they are, but if you want to throw in a couple wifely duties I wouldn't mind, I said with a grin. Now it was her turn. Oh, really? And what kind of wifely duties do you have in mind? Well, with all the cockiness I could muster. You could finish that blowjob you started earlier. Later that morning. How do you want your eggs, baby? I asked while Brit rummaged through the fruit drawer in the fridge. Never one to overdress, she wore a little pair of bright red panties that did little to hide her perfect ass and a crop tee that just snuck past the bottom of her firm breasts. The temperature of the fridge was indicated by her nipples which threatened to rip through the cotton fabric. She turned and caught me staring, as usual, and smiled a knowing smile. Closing the refrigerator door with a sexy little hip check, she walked over behind me. Surprise me, she whispered in my ear, rubbing her tits in my back while her hands slid up under my shirt. She gnawed on my earlobe and ran her hands over my chest while I tried to concentrate on not breaking the yokes. Careful there, came the warning from two more scantily clad women as they emerged from their bedroom, yawning and stretching. The eggs were truly in peril now as Gina and Kate both wore tight cropped wife beaters and the seemingly standard skimpy panties, both of them in purple this morning. Morning, girls. Brit cooed as she gave me a big hug and then joined the other two in a group hug and kiss. Hands and tongues wandered and I nearly ruined my girls' breakfast as I watched what could easily have been the opening scene of any number of a young man's fantasies. Crap, I said under my breath as I slid the eggs onto a plate. Here you go, sweetie. Hope the yolks aren't overdone. Sliding the plate across the island. Can I make you girls something? 
All three giggled as they broke their huddle. Britt grabbed the cup of coffee she'd poured earlier and perched herself on a stool in front of her breakfast. Little Kate and Gina joined me at the stove, one on each side, and we swapped good morning kisses. I could eat a couple eggs, Kate said as she leaned into my side, one hand slipping up the leg hole of my boxers and squeezing my butt. Got any sausage? The tall brunette whispered in my ear as her hand strayed to the front and found my cock responding to their attention. Britt smiled as she watched the goings-on across the island. I tried to act like nothing was out of the ordinary as I was being fondled front and back. I cracked a couple eggs into the skillet. So how are your eggs, babe? All I got out of Brit was a smirk and a wink as she took another bite. Oh, so how did it go with Becky last night? Gina asked Brit as she palmed my balls. Kate's hand continued to wander over my tense but cheek. You two knew about last night? I asked my two fondlers who only squeezed that much harder in response. Brit took a sip of her coffee and answered for them. Of course, silly, we tell each other everything. Giving me another wink. It went better than I expected it to. She answered Gina's query, which earned my cock another stroke. We took him completely by surprise and I think everyone was satisfied with the outcome. I know I was. Britt took another sip of her coffee as I tried to tend to Kate's eggs while she tried to work her little fingers between my butt cheeks. Kate's determined fingers were relentless. This girl had developed a real anal addiction. So, she asked as she needed my ass. How was that little red-headed pussy? My cock throbbed at the question and recollection of Becky staring intently at me as we brought each other to climax. Must have been good. Gina stroking me slowly and running her tongue around in my ear. I fought to gain some semblance of control, or I was going to burn the eggs and spew sauce all over the inside of my boxers. Okay ladies, that's enough for now. I can only handle so much distraction. Ah. They responded as they retreated from my fruit of the looms. Laughing and quite pleased with themselves, they raided the fridge for the rest of their breakfast. Denied her sausage, Gina opted for some oatmeal, but not without complaining about not getting what she wanted. They all huddled together at the bar and listened intently and giggled and tittered as Britt recanted the evening. Multiple requests were made for an appointment for my now-famous foot treatment, and both Gina and Kate hinted at the possibility of Becky maybe joining them for a little sapphic fun. Once again my traitorous cock liked what it heard, garnering more laughter of delight from my roommates. Well, I don't know about you girls, but I have some work to do today, so I'm gonna catch a quick shower and get to it. Yeah, Gina sighed. We have to go to the shop today. Summer season's about over and John is trying to decide what to do with the shop during the off-season. Per Johnny, Kate said with a sad tone. He really doesn't know what to do. Hopefully we can help him run the numbers and see if it makes any sense to just open the shop on weekends or something like that. And we don't know what our class schedules are yet, so there are a lot of things up in the air. I think the online store will do pretty well, you know cause it's summer somewhere in the world all the time. That it is. I laughed at that bit of wisdom as I reached across for their dishes and rinsed them in the sink. I looked at the clock on the oven. You guys are cutting it close. It's nearly 9.30. Don't you open at 10? Ah hell, I didn't think it was that late. Gina yelped as she jumped off the stool, grabbing Kate by the hand and dragging her into their room. Britt laughed and shook her head in disbelief. Good thing you looked at the clock, baby. They'd have sat around and talked until lunchtime. Sliding off her stool, she walked over and gave me a hug and a big kiss. Thanks for breakfast. I'll go see if I can help the girls get out of here and then we'll get some work done. And with that, I turned toward our bedroom, but not before giving her a little bit squeeze and another kiss. Minutes later I was standing under the warm shower, 
the pulsating streams of water beating down on my shoulders, when my butt got a chill. The early warning system, triggered by the opening of the shower door and the rush of cold air across my butt had me ready for the impending full-body hug from behind. Britt's firm breasts massaged my back as she worked her crotch to warm my chilly ass. I pulled her arms around me to hold her closer as she laid little kisses on my back. Britt screamed a little girl's scream when I bent forward, lifting her off the ground and putting her head directly under the shower stream. She kicked and squirmed until I straightened up enough for her to get her feet back on the tile floor. Instinctively I turned quickly, still hold her arms to keep her from launching a counterattack. Very funny buster, she said as she tried to whip her wet hair out of her field of vision. Laughing, I pulled her tight and held her with one arm, brushing the wet strands from her face and kissing her before she could protest any further. We moaned into our kiss, my hands now on her butt, pulling her tighter yet as she ground her hips, trying to capture my cock. I lifted her enough to allow my cock to nestle between her lips, and she tried to ride the top of my dick, her clit reaching for some contact. Frustrated, Britt pushed away and ran her fingers through her wet blonde hair. You know you have to go ahead and wash my hair now, don't you? She said it like it was some sort of punishment. My stiffness bounced like a dog excited for a treat, and Britt laughed out loud and walked over to get the shampoo and conditioner off the shelf. I moved to the control area of the shower and after turning various knobs, I had the long-hosed handheld shower fired up. We had perfected the hair-washing routine and Britt immediately took her place in front of me. We kissed as I got her good and wet, running my fingers through her long hair, down her back. Her hand, the one not holding the bottle of shampoo held my cock, tugging gently. She begrudgingly released me as I handed her the shower and took the bottle of shampoo. I squirted a generous amount in my hand and handed her back the bottle. With both her hands full, she was at my mercy as I stood just close enough to feel her excited nipples graze my chest. My stiff cock took the occasional stab at her belly button and she hummed, her eyes closed, as I worked her into a lather, both above and below. Shower, please, I said, interrupting her reverie. She half opened her eyes as she handed me the handheld shower, closing them as I began to rinse, her hand once again free to hold me. The humming continued. She wore only a smile as I worked the shampoo down until it skirted over her pert butt, and I wondered what was going through her mind. Conditioner, please. I whispered as I once again interrupted her. Still firmly holding me, Britt bent down to set the shampoo on the floor and retrieved the other bottle. Stopping midway, she glanced up at me and took me between her lips, sucking gently on the head as her tongue tickled the bottom of my cock. Ever the tease, she gave it a parting kiss and stood, handing me the conditioner. Can we sit? she asked with a glint in her eyes. I could use a real good scalp and back massage this morning. Of course, I answered as she led me by the cock to the built-in bench seat. I threw down a towel on the stone bench and sat, slouching slightly. Britt smiled at me as she gave my cock a couple loving strokes before turning her back to me. With practiced precision, she slipped my heart on into her anxious sex. We both moaned out loud as she descended until she was fully seated. Oh my God, best seat in the house. She groaned as her inner walls rippled along my length. I flexed my dick in response, and she groaned once more, grinding on my crotch. We remained fully connected as I worked the mango-sweet conditioner into her long blonde hair, working the tangles free. Her pussy massaged my cock as I massaged her scalp, tilting her head back, arching her back and playing with her own nipples. A constant blissful humming filled the air as I ran my fingers through her hair and onto her neck and shoulders. Working down her back, I pushed her forward slightly to reach her lower back. She shivered as her butt lifted slightly before she settled back down, her pussy sucking at my cock.
She squirmed as I raked my fingernails up her sides, moaning deeper as I pulled her back down once more. Ah, fuck baby. She grunted as she ground her ass into my belly, her clit actively searching for something to rub against. I pulled Brit back against my chest, my hands on her tits, her pencil-stiff nipples captured between two fingers. I burrowed through her hair until my lips found her ear and she stiffened as my tongue darted about. I felt her fingers graze my balls as she continued to squirm in my lap. I pulled on her nipples and she growled as she found her clit. I could feel the circular motion of her fingertip and my cock responded. Oh God! She stuttered as a small orgasm choked my throbbing member. Her body stiffened and I rocked my hips upward, trying to get deeper yet. Fuck me, baby! She hissed as her finger worked her clit. I relinquished my hold on her tits and grabbed onto her hips, pulling down tighter yet, working her hips as my cock stirred around in her palpating pussy. You fucker! She cried as my cock probed her cervix and her pussy convulsed once more. Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me hard goddammit! You asked for it. I replied, picking her up slightly by the hips, driving her back down my cock. Yes, yes, yes! She chanted, her finger flying around her trigger. Her pussy rippled up and down my length, trying to push me over the finish line alongside her. My eyes stung from the sweat on my brow and I squeezed my eyes tight, concentrating on her, ignoring the burn. Come for me, baby. As her tight cunt squeegeed her juices from my cock, making obscene slurping sounds. Fuck, I love you, baby. Come for me. Come on, my cock, baby. A half a dozen more frenzied strokes and... Ah, shit. She screamed as her body imploded. Her pussy spasmed around me and a warmth washed over my inflated cock. Her entire body shook, a sexual seizure, and I held her tight. Aftershocks rolled through her as her body slowly began to relax and she began to go limp. I kissed what I could reach as I held her upright, still speared on my cock. Her breathing slowed as she regained control and the burning sensation in my eyes returned, having taken a backseat to the sensations of my lover's climax. Excuse me. I whispered as I reached over and grabbed the shower head that was thankfully still on the seat beside me. Brit yelped as the cold water from the shower ran down her backside as I rinsed my face. I held her in her place and rinsed us both as the water warmed up. The slick conditioner ran between us and she rotated her sweet butt, teasing my cock as she played with my balls. You didn't come, she said, questioning as she weighed my scrotum, expertly evaluating my status. My cock twitched the answer. Poor baby pushing up until there was an audible popping sound. A chill ran over me as the cooler air met my warm, wet cock. Brit turned and put both hands on my shoulders and leaned in, kissing me hard. I love you and I love your cock, she whispered as I felt her take me in her hand once more. Dropping to her knees she held me with both hands and kissed the tip, her tongue teasing the slit. She looked up at me with a look that said it all. Smiling, she turned her attention to my still stiff member. With lips, tongue and hands working in concert, I watched a sight I would never tire of as she made love to me. A soft, firm rhythm imitated a talented pussy. Only a shiver from her distracted me enough to see goosebumps on her back and I grabbed the shower once more and rained a gentle rain over us both. Undistracted, Brit continued until I couldn't handle any more. Baby, was all the warning she received as I unleashed a torrent of cum into her waiting mouth. Brit moaned in pleasure as she took me into her throat and milked me for all I had. Instinctively, I held her head, holding her in place as I planted my seed. She swallowed again and again, gratefully accepting my gift. Spent in content, we helped each other to our feet and did a final rinse, running our hands lovingly over each other. Managing to turn off the water, 
We shuffled out of the shower, holding each other tight as we could and still walk over to the table where the big bath sheets awaited. We wrapped one another and then hugged and dried, turning and touching, rubbing and cooing until we were done. I took another towel and stood behind her and worked over her long hair as we made faces at each other in the mirror. Here, I said, handing her another towel. Wrap it up. Brit wound her damp hair in the towel and with a couple more choreographed moves, had her hair bundled up and on top of her head. I took her by the hand, and naked, we crawled back into bed and fell asleep, wrapped in each other's arms. A little afternoon it wasn't much of a nap, but we slept hard, waking in our normal position, spooning with my seemingly ever-stiff cock nestled between her butt cheeks and one hand securely holding one breast and my face buried against her neck. I nibbled as she awoke and stretched, protesting having been woken by my scruffy face. Stop it! You need to shave, buster! I ran my hand down her bare belly and pulled her tighter to me, and she squealed as I rubbed my chin on her shoulder. Quit it! You're gonna give me a whisker burn! Laughing and squirming to try and get away. I let her go. I had to pee anyway, and I watched her make her escape to the bathroom, her beautiful but dancing as she bounced through the door. She stood at the mirror, blowing hot air and staring intently at me as I coaxed my shy cock to go ahead and pee in front of the lady. She caught my eye, licking her lips as she stared at me, stiff cock in hand, giving it the standard two shakes. Here, give me that, I said as stiffness poked at her ass crack. She relinquished the dryer, content to tease me with her butt. Hold still, pushing her forward a bit, actually trying to accomplish something. She frowned at our reflection in the mirror like a spoiled little girl who had had her favorite toy taken away from her. I smiled at her, only pissing her off more, and finished drying her hair. I reached forward and sat the dryer on the counter, pinning her against the cold granite. She didn't protest as I leaned in to hug her tight until my bristle-covered cheeks rasped her soft shoulder. You, get away! She squealed. I laughed and taunted her with my scratchy chin, holding a C-cup in each hand, hindering her escape. Figuring I'd better let her go before she did some damage to my lower extremities. I released her, and she broke free, laughing as she sprinted out of the bathroom, making her escape once more. Get dressed, babe. I yelled over her laughter in the other room. I really need to get some work done this afternoon. I didn't get a response, but I figured I was safe from a counterattack and shaved the stubble off my face in uncommon peace. Rinsed, teeth brushed and a splash of her favorite cologne, I warily stepped into the bedroom, ever ready for a sneak attack. A quick recon showed I was alone. Somewhat disappointed, I slipped into a pair of shorts and a polo shirt headed out the door and up to the office. About time, she said, staring at the monitor, not looking back. Brit had the calendar shots of the hearse up on the big monitor. I stood behind her and bent over to nuzzle her neck. Much better, she cooed as she skipped through the exposures. I stayed put, glancing at the screen with my chin resting on her shoulder as her fingers flew over the keyboard and mouse, sorting the various shots. I could feel her pulse change, hear her breath catch, as one particular shot or another aroused her. She paused at a shot of little Kate perched on the hood of the long black car, her butt in the air, her black hair down and draped over the glistening lacquered hood. Kate's eyes burned into the camera, daring the viewer. Fuck she's hot. Brit shivered as she zoomed in, focusing on the bit of thread that spit her firm cheeks. She has the nicest ass, she said moaned softly. Tight too. I answered as I slipped my tongue into Brit's ear. Ah, fucker. She groaned as she shivered once more. I chuckled as I placed a parting kiss on her neck and stepped over to the side and picked up a couple days' accumulation of mail and leafed through it. We went about our task quietly except for the occasional moan, 
or catch in her breathing as Britt worked her way through the photos. Finally through all the shots, she said, Boy, it's going to be tough to pick just a few to send to Mike for the calendar. I'll pick a couple of each of the girls by themselves and a few with them together. I mumbled something in reply as I grumbled at the amount of junk mail I just threw into the recycling. God, what a waste of paper. I don't know how the hell I end up on some of these mailing lists. Look at this. One from ARP. Shit, I won't even qualify for this for another thirty years. What a waste. Calm down there, stud. Britt giggled as she opened up the email account. I don't think you'll be needing any of these mail enhancement products or boner pills either anytime soon. Look, there must be fifty emails in the spam folder. Yeah, it's amazing. Stepping up behind her to look at the monitor. I wonder if people really respond to any of these things. Oh look, I kidded. That one guarantees to double the length of my cock. Yeah. She laughed as she started deleting them. That's all we need, you with a bigger dick. Now if we would find a way to add a dick, you know, make you double-barreled, then maybe we'd have something. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? I growled as I reached around and tweaked her nipples through the tight t-shirt she wore. Britt squealed and squirmed as I switched to tickling her ribs. Okay, okay. She panted. I'm happy with you the way you are. Now quit before I pee my pants. Good, I said as I backed off. Cause I'm happy with you the way you are. Flopping back into the other chair. Yeah, she snickered under her breath. And Kate and Gina and Becky. Okay, enough playtime. Anything of any value there? Nodding at her computer. She smiled as she rifled through the files. Oh yeah, here's one from Design Graphics. Hmm, let's see. Well, he loved me on the stock car and he also loved the two of us so he'll let us know in a few days which one he wants to use. He also wants to know if we will be using Becky on any other shots. Britt spun her chair to face me, her bare legs tucked under her. You know, early on I wondered if maybe we needed a different girl for each month, but since we started with just the three of us, I didn't bring it up. Yeah, I thought about that too, but to be completely honest, once we got started and then we started on our personal calendar, well I didn't want to fuck up a good thing. Pausing for her reaction. Britt gave me a knowing smirk, and I continued. We are early enough in the shoot to add Becky if she wants to do it, but we can't have a different model for each month now, so I really think that with the three or four of you, we can mix it up enough. Britt stood and turned to get something from the storage cabinet beside the desk. Standing to reach the upper shelf, her t-shirt rose up to show off her perfect bubble but with just the hint of a lavender g-string splitting her cheeks. Her legs stretched taut as she balanced on the balls of her delicate bare feet. She looked over her shoulder and caught me in mid-adjustment, my seemingly ever-stiffness responding to the view. Perv. She giggled as she bounced on her toes, her butt bouncing. Tease, I replied. I slid into her vacated seat at the computer and pulled the photo file back up to look over the latest shots. Without pretense, Britt slid into my lap, her long legs over one arm of the chair as she leaned against the other. Wiggling her butt, actually grinding her ass on my crotch, she settled in. Don't mind me as she leaned up to kiss my smooth cheek and I went on with my work as though this was the most normal working arrangement. We discussed each shot as we went through the one she'd already deemed as the best. It was completely professional, except for the occasional giggle and groan as my cock critiqued the images on the screen. Well, that's three votes for that shot. She gasped as two delicious asses filled the screen. Just a hint of little red and black strings stretched over two wrinkled puckers that begged to be explored. Fuck, that's hot as she toyed with an erect nipple and squirmed in my lap. I'll lick the one on the right and you can lick the one on the left. My cock throbbed at the thought of us standing side by side eating out our roommates, 
as they hunkered down on the hood of Big Car. Lucky for Brit's ass, which I was ready to take right there on the desk, the phone rang, breaking the fantasy. Like a teenager on a, well, phone, Brit answered. Red brick photography, this is Brit, how can I help you? I could just hear who was on the other end since Brit was still comfortably situated in my lap. Hey baby, came a sultry voice. It's Becky. Hey Bex, Brit replied in an equally sexy lilt, giving me a wink. Yeah, he's right here. In fact, I'm sitting in his lap and we're going over calendar shots from the other day. Becky's volume dropped so all I got was a murmur. Yes, we have more than one chair. Britt laughed as she rocked her butt on my still stiff cock. But this seat is more comfy. Giving me a big grin. Britt switched the phone to her other ear and all I got was a one-sided narration. Yeah, unha, yeah, that was really fun. Pausing to listen, she chewed on her lip and absentmindedly played with her nipple through her shirt. Yeah, fuck that was, oh yeah, I don't know, over eight I think. She rocked in my lap and I had clue as to what they were discussing. Yeah. Brit giggled and gave me that. I so want to fuck you right now, look. Anyway, so yeah, here let me put you on speakerphone. Punching the appropriate button on the portable phone. Okay, Bex, George is here. Hi, George. Came a shy little squeak. I could almost see her blushing over the phone, and it made me smile and I looked at Brit who was grinning from ear to ear. So, I answered, are you calling to arrange another shopping trip? I kidded as Britt leaned in and gave me a quick peck on the lips. Oh God. I mean yes, no. I mean yes, sort of. She stammered. I could visualize her getting redder and couldn't help but laugh at her discomfort, only to get pinched for it. Ow, hey Becky, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I just wanted you to know that any time you want to go shopping, give me a call. Ow. Quit that, you can go too. I had Brit locked in my arms to keep her from administering any more pain. So anyway, what's up? Oh yeah, well, almost composed. What I was calling about was that I mentioned to my boss about the calendar shoot we did, and she said it just so happened that she wanted to put together a brochure and maybe do a couple print ads and asked if it was something you could help with. Well sure sweetie, anything you want. I've noticed lately that I call all the girls babe or sweetie and I wasn't sure it was PC or not. But in this case, if you've made love in a mall dressing room, terms of endearment are probably okay. Anything. She giggled, now obviously comfortable. Well for now I guess we should probably get together and see what my boss wants. And oh, by the way, she'll want a male model and I told her I know just the hunk for the job. Now laughing out loud. Oh yeah. Britt chimed in. You should see him in a tight pair of wranglers. He's got a butt that you just want to latch on to. Yeah. Becky whispered. I've seen his butt, remember? Okay, enough about my butt. So Becky, I assume the photos are for Western wear primarily? Yeah, we do sell tack and stuff, so that may be included in the shots. Oh hey, that reminds me. Have either of you ridden before? Horses, you mean? Brit cackled before I could respond. Jez Brit, of course I mean horses. God, is sex all you ever think of? Becky moaned. Well, no. Trying to sound hurt and paused. Well, yes, come to think of it, I've never done it on a horse. Oh, God. It was my turn to moan. Sorry, Becky, you'll have to forgive my assistant. She has a hard time staying on track sometimes. But to answer your question, I've spent a little time on a horse. And no, Brit, before you ask, I've never had sex on a horse before either. Well, that's good. The redhead laughed. I mean, it's good that you've ridden a horse before, not that you haven't gotten it on, on horseback. Anyway, 
The boss has a little ranch out in the East County with a nice barn and some other outbuildings and horses, of course, and she'd like to use the ranch as the backdrop for the shots. What do you think? That sounds like a great idea. So how many models are you going to use, do you think? Well, other than you, I'm not really sure. I mean, I was thinking, and you let me know your thoughts, but since we're going to all this work, it made sense to me to do some brand-specific shots, you know, for the current ads and then maybe some general shots for basic advertising. Brit stared at me, and I could read her mind, shit, this girl knows something about the business. I verbalized it saying, Well, Becky, I think you have a pretty good handle on what's needed, so we'll just let you work it out with your boss and we'll take direction from you. You met Katie the other day, you know the little one with the long black hair. Well, she's good with the camera, so we'll use her for at least the shots I'm in, or hell, maybe all of them. That'll be great, she said enthusiastically. But I love how petite she is, so I can also see her in some of the shots, and also, the tall drink of water with the big, well, the well-endowed one, Gina was it. I think she'd look hot in some of our clothes too. And then taking a pregnant pause. And of course, my best girl there, well she has to be there and, dropping to a low whisper. She may not get fucked on a horse, but I'll throw her in the saddle and have my way with her. Oh baby. Brit moaned and then squeaked when my cock had a visual of the naked blonde on her back, her head on the back of the horses, fingers wrapped in mane as Becky straddled the steed, her face buried in Brit's pussy, her own clit nuzzling the horse's strong back. I pulled Brit down hard into my lap and held her there, both in pleasure and self-defense. Okay, Becky, I said with an obvious hitch in my throat. You get together with your boss and figure out what you need from us and let me or Brit here. Pulling her down hard once more and she glared at me, biting her lip. Let us know what we need to do and we'll make it happen, okay? I'm sure she could hear a bit of urgency in my voice and her reply led on that she had her suspicions. Okay guys, well I'll let you get back to work and Brit, I'll call you later when you can confirm those numbers for me, okay? My lover managed to croak out an affirmative as my tongue worked over her ear and both my hands now held a firm tit. Later, she stuttered as she hit the end button and dropped the phone on the floor. Our lips and tongues ravished each other as I picked her up and carried her to the bed, conveniently located twenty feet away as part of the studio set. I flopped her down on her back and she glared at me through black eyes as I pulled my shirt over my head. I dropped to the edge of the bed and grabbed both legs, pulling her to me. Spreading them wide, her anticipation had soaked through the bit of material that would do nothing to protect her from the ravishing she was about to receive. Jesus Christ. She cried as I took her entire pussy, panties and all in my mouth and my tongue speared her wet slit, the frail cloth no match for my desire. Her first orgasm rolled through her as I tongue-fucked her and my nose rubbed her stiff trigger. Over the first jump, I straightened and stared straight at her as I slid the useless undergarment up her long legs. I played with each foot and toe with my tongue, staring into her dark eyes as her chest heaved. Ready for the next jump, I spurred her on spreading her like a wishbone and lapping at her from asshole to clit. Over and over, tongue whipping her, occasionally spearing her ass or pussy with my crop stiff tongue. Oh good baby, lick my ass baby, fuck my ass with your tongue baby, oh oh oh, fuck it, fuck it, fuck 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 it. She screamed as she cleared the second jump, her hips thrusting to bury my tongue deeper, her pussy creaming sweet juices like a spring. I laughed at her offering as her belly rippled with each orgasmic leap. Enough, enough. She whimpered, pushing me away. I relented, satisfied and soaked. I gently let her legs down and easily slid her further up onto the mattress. I lay beside her and took her in my arms and held her. 
she slowly managed to open her eyes and gave me a satisfied smile, and we kissed. E.W. She purred, licking her lips. You're all wet. All your fault. I smiled as she began to lick me like a mother cat. Yeah, right, she replied, alternating between licking and kissing. Her hand strayed to the waistband of my boxers and quickly found my cock. She smeared precum over the sensitive head with her thumb, and they grasped me firmly, slowly working her way up and down my length. We continued to kiss and grope until she abruptly stopped. It's my turn to ride, she said with that wicked look. She crawled down the bed and wrestled my unmentionables off. She spread my legs and slithered between them. I could just see the top of her head and then jerked as she took my balls in her mouth. Grabbing my cock, she sucked and licked at the family jewels, taking one and then another into her mouth, rolling it around with her tongue. My cock strained in her grasp as she raised her head and ran her flattened tongue up my length. My cock is a little bigger than average, I guess, but it seemed to take forever for her to reach the top. Smiling when she reached the precipice, she cocked her head and descended once more, slowly working her way down, lapping and slurping until her nose was tickled by my closely trimmed pubes. I nearly came when she swallowed, effectively stroking the head of my cock and I gripped the sheets tight to keep from grabbing her head and holding her until I drowned her and come. With equal patience, she slowly ascended my saliva-slickened pole until she released it with an audible pop. Pleased with herself, Brit sat up straight on her knees and wiped her mouth with her hand and stared at me as she ran the wet hand over her pussy, priming it. Time for this cowgirl to bust this bronc, she said in her best Texas accent. She straddled me, lifting herself over my cock and then reached behind herself to guide me home. Saddle up, she groaned as she took me inside her, her tight pussy pulling my skin taut. I had to grit my teeth, my cock was so sensitive and her pussy so warm and tight. Brit was leaning slightly forward her hands on my rib cage as she watched my cock slowly disappear inside her. She shook through a quick orgasm as she touched down. She grunted and quaked again and I reached up and held her waist. Settled in, she opened her eyes and looked down at her belly, running one hand from her slit and up to her navel. Fuck your deep, she said, as though she could feel the head of my cock through her tummy. I flexed my cock and she squealed and her pussy choked me and then she squeezed again, letting me know that the rider was in control, not her stead. Leaning forward, she put her hands on my chest and set a slow pace, inching her way up. Five, six, seven. Then slowly back down, repeating it over and over, her dark eyes never leaving mine. It was a long ride, one neither of us was in any hurry to finish. Her long blonde mane tickled my ribs as she rode to and fro. God, I love your cock. She panted as we could both feel the ride coming to an end. Ride me, baby. I grunted as I tried to rein myself in. Brit looked beautiful chewing on her lower lip, little beads of sweat on her brow and her eyes, intense and black as coal. Ah, baby, she moaned as she slowed her rhythm, rocking her hips slowly. Think we could fuck, gritting her teeth with each bounce. Like this while we rode. Me. In your lap, riding your big cock while we ah fuck baby. I'm coming baby, fuck me, fuck me, come in me baby. Ah, jazz. I groaned as I thrust my hips up and pulled her down, my throbbing cock buried as deep as ever. Her pussy contracted and exploded. She whimpered as I felt the flood of juices which I tried to counter with a flood of my own. Each ejaculation was met with a constrictive squeeze. Brit's eyes bored through mine as her body and mind fought for dominance. In the end, I had no more to give and my lover slowed, reining us in and collapsed on my chest. I wrapped her in my arms and held her in place, 
not willing to lose the feeling. Her breathing slowed, blowing warmly in my ear. I ran my hands over her back, caressing and keeping her warm. She squeezed my spent cock, still happily resting in her snug pussy and I reached down and gave both ass cheeks a loving pet, and she purred contentedly. A bit later still in a stupor, the phone rang. Flat on the bed, my lover comfortably sprawled on top of me, my balls cold and wet, I whispered. Brit, time to get up, baby. The phone rang a couple more times before the voicemail kicked in and Brit's silky voice explained that we were unable to answer the phone and that if the caller would leave a message, we would call them back as soon as was possible. With the one ear that didn't have the sexy blonde breathing lightly into it, I strained to hear if the caller was indeed leaving a message. Okay, came Gina's sultry voice. I know you guys are there, probably doing something nasty and I wish I was there doing it with you but we'll be home late. We've been working with John all day on the store and he wants to take us out to dinner. Anyway, we'll give you a call when we leave the restaurant so you have time to get decent. She giggled. Or maybe not. Her voice dropping a couple octaves. Love you both. Followed by a kissing sound and then a click. So I don't have to get up after all. Britt mumbled, squirming on top of me. I put one hand on her back and one on a butt cheek and slowly rolled us to our sides, still face to face. Oh. Britt protested as she squirmed to get comfortable again, our legs intertwined, our sticky bits getting in her way. She'd rumbled some more as she fidgeted and wiggled, hands and legs all over. Finally, she seemed to find a comfortable spot where she just gave up with an exasperated. Humph. I snickered, which didn't help matters, but my roaming hand soon had her purring once more. I think we need to do that. Britt whispered sleepily. I didn't quite catch it all. What was that baby? My hand resting on a favorite but cheek, tracing little circles with a finger. I said I think we need to do that. Do what? Make love on the back of a horse. Doesn't that sound like fun? Making love to you is always fun. I replied, tracing bigger and bigger circles. But, I continued, it also sounds a little dangerous. What if we fell off, or you screamed when you came and scared the horse and he bucks us off? Yeah, she said as she snuggled up tighter her face against my chest. It's probably not the best idea, but it kind of turns me on when there's a little danger involved. You remember when we fucked in your truck in that parking lot down by the bay? I really got off on the possibility of us being seen, did you? Yeah, I guess, but that's a different kind of danger, and I really don't want to spend a night in jail either. As long as I get to make love to you, that's all I really need. Britt pushed back until she could look up at me. She didn't try to hide the tears that began to form as she pulled herself up till we were eye to eye. Her beautiful blue eyes glimmered beneath the tears and she swallowed hard. I love you so much. She whispered before putting her lips to mine. We kissed lovingly, lips saying I love you too without speaking. Brit hugged me tighter yet, sniffling in my ear. I held on tighter too, one hand on the but I love so much. After a bit, it was starting to get a little chilly and I was really was ready to get up. I laid there for a second trying to figure out some way to get Brit to get out of bed. Hey, I've got it. Got what? She mumbled, obviously quite comfortable. A way we can make love on a horse and not worry about getting bucked off and breaking our necks. That got her attention and she pushed back and looked at me with eager anticipation. I had to work hard to maintain a straight face. So? She asked. Well, tensing up in readiness to make my escape. You know the bucking Bronco ride, the one in front of Walmart? I was ready to roll backwards off my side of the bed, but I stalled just enough to see her eyes grow big and a smile that went from ear to ear. My mind did a quick rewind, 
Didn't I just suggest that we do nasty things on a coin-operated kitty ride in the front of a major department store? Before I could answer myself, Brit was on me, putting me on my back and kissed me hard, her tongue searching for cavities. Looking down at what must have been a most confused look on my face, she blurted. Fuck yeah, that would be awesome. We could do it like at two or three in the morning when no one's around. I'm sure my look changed from confused to one of disbelief. She was really considering this. Hmm. She continued pensive. I wonder if they have security or anything at night. We'd have to scout it out ahead of time and see. Well, this didn't go the way you figured I told myself and I was about to try and work my way out of this one. Oh, hey. She said, her eyes now dancing with excitement. I watched them darken as her hips began to grind, her pussy teasing my sleeping cock. We could photograph it too. I felt my cock twitch involuntarily. Oh God, baby. She shivered as she worked her damp slit over my awakening member. We could do a whole series on amusement rides, you know, carousels, ferris wheels. She paused, unconsciously riding my slick dick as the wheels turned. I held her hips, as though I might have some say as to where this was heading and her eyes suddenly widened and she began to quake. Oh fuck, baby, a roller coaster. Chapter 21 Early Saturday evening asterisk asterisk Brit snored lightly into my shoulder. She looked so cute nestled next to me, bare-ass naked. One long shapely leg was draped over mine, and her left hand rested comfortably on my flaxed junk. Brushing the long blonde hair off her face, I kissed her forehead. Hey sleeping beauty, wake up, we can't spend all day in bed. Brit grumbled and wriggled around, giving her favorite toy a little caress. Um, don't wanna. As comfortable as I was... I was getting antsy and I'd had my sex quota for the day. I glanced at the clock on the bedside table, surprised at the time. We had managed to get a little work done today, going over some photos and getting proofs sent to a client. We also had a potential new job, some photos for the western store that Becky, our new friend, worked for. Thoughts of last night with Brit and Becky in the Victoria's secret dressing room had Brit's little friend awakened, and she gave him a hug, slender fingers wrapped around my awakened cock. Hmm. She whispered, her hand moving ever so slightly. Someone else is awake, I see. I put my hand on hers. Come on, lover. I don't think I have another round in me right now. Anyway, I'm starving, so let's get your sweet ass up and I'll make you some dinner. All right. She moaned as she stretched her perfect form, pointing her toes and letting go of me to stretch her arms toward the headboard. I ran my hand over her firm torso, massaging her top muscles and she purred in my ear. My tummy tells me it's time to eat too giving me a quick kiss before rolling over me and sitting up on the edge of the bed. I ran my hand over her beautiful backside as she stretched once more, reaching for the ceiling. My fingers trailed down her spine, ducking to the sides briefly to circle the little dimples just above the butt I cherish. My wanderings ended at my favorite intersection, peeking out from the rumpled sheets, the top of her cute little butt crack, right where it blends with the small of her back. I've lingered there for hours, fingers, tongue and lips playing. I moved enough to plant one more kiss on that spot and Brit shivered, reaching back to run her fingers through my hair. Standing, Brit turned and held out her hands to help me up. Any other time, I'd have pulled her back down on top of me, but my stomach grumbled loudly. Brit laughed and leaned back, pulling hard to get me upright. Come on stud, I'm up, now get your sexy ass up and feed me. Smiling and tugging. All right, all right. I mockingly groaned and stood upright. I pulled her into my arms and held her tight, her naked form against mine. We kiss deeply, we love to kiss, and if we're near each other, there always seems to be some bodily contact. 
After a couple minutes of tonsil hockey and groping, our stomachs had lost patience and growled in unison. We couldn't kiss through the laughter. Okay, okay. We said looking down at each other's bellies, only bringing on another chorus of laughter. I stepped back into my shorts and pulled my shirt over my head as a bare-ass Brit grabbed hers and skipped down the stairs, giggling as she went. I shut down the computer and the lights and made my way downstairs. The living room and kitchen are one big room just inside the front door of my, or should I now say, our two-bedroom home that I had built in the far corner of a massive warehouse. Stepping inside, the first thing I see is my lover bend over, digging through the fridge. Her bare butt and long legs are magnetic, drawing me into the kitchen. Tease, I said, popping her on the left cheek and then quickly caressing it. Hey, she yelped. Can't a girl get something to eat without being molested? All the time wiggling her butt in the palm of my hand. Yeah, I answered as I moved to the right cheek. You'd be pissed off if you didn't get molested. I gave her a parting squeeze before moving over to take stock of the pantry. Yeah, probably, she admitted, still digging around in the icebox. Hey, here's some ground turkey. How about some of your famous spaghetti and meat sauce? You must have been reading my mind. As I emerged with a jar of sauce and a box of pasta. I think there is still some French bread in the drawer and with a little salad. I'd say we're set. Good, you work on the spaghetti and I'll make the salad and bread. Do you want some wine? I think we have an open bottle of red that we need to kill anyway. She smiled that infectious smile and turned to give me another view of her beautiful backside as she made another trip to the fridge. The constant teasing turned what should have been a quick meal into an arduous task. We finally called a truce and Brit slipped into an old t-shirt of mine before we sat at the bar and had dinner. I wonder what the next car will be. Brit asked as she wound the pasta around on her fork. There's not much telling. I replied as I attempted to keep all of mine on the three tines. It's been a good variety of cars so far, so I'll bet it'll be something unique. I fumbled with spaghetti until I had it situated to where the odds were that most of it would end up in my mouth. I could feel her eyes on me, watching to see if a humorous fail was in the offing. Successful, I turned to her with my cheeks puffed out, mouth full and gave her a soda grin. Goofball. She laughed and daintily took her bite. No drama, no excess sauce on the lips, no trailing strands to noisily suck up. She gave me a that-is-how-you-do-it smile in return and then took a sip of wine. So, what do you think about the shoot for Beck's store? Pausing to swallow. It sounds like it could be fun. It'll be a nice departure from the swimsuits, and it'll be good to do some shooting outside of the studio. So, she said as she prepped another bite. You're getting tired of scantily clad women and fancy cars? Hell no. Stabbing a cherry tomato. I can promise that that is one thing I'll never get tired of, but a little variety for the portfolio will be good. Kate will be excited that she gets to shoot some of it. How do you feel about being on the other side of the camera? It's okay, I guess. It'll certainly be something different. I've never thought of myself as the model type. Britt reached over and ran her index finger up and down my arm. I think you'll make a real sexy cowboy. You're strong and tall, dark curly hair and have the perfect but for jeans. She smiled as she played with the pasta. I can't wait to see you all decked out with the boots and hat. Long sleeves rolled up and a couple buttons undone to show off your chest, MMM. She playfully moaned, but I detected a little shiver when she did. She took a bite and looked straight ahead, deep in thought. Oh. She started, squeezing my forearm tight. How about a shot of you without your shirt, all hot and sweaty and lifting a hay bale, or maybe feeding hay to a horse? She shivered once more and fidgeted in her seat. Britt looked at me with darkening eyes. 
and then I'd strip my little daisy dukes off, unbutton my checkered shirt and throw you down on a pile of hay and ride you like you've never been ridden before. She moaned softly and looked away, like she was embarrassed, but if she was, it didn't last long. Fuck, now I'm horny again. And a quick glance down at my lap told her she wasn't alone. I had no option other than to laugh. When aren't you horny? All that got me was a sweat on the arm, followed by a muted giggle. Well, it's mostly your fault, she said matter-of-factly, taking another bite of salad. If you weren't so fucking handsome, I could control myself and every other woman I seemed to know. She took another bite and looked away, but it couldn't hide her teasing snicker. Yeah, I said, sitting up straighter and throwing my shoulders back. I guess that's just the cross I'll have to bear, you know, being a sex object and all. I said it with as straight a face as I could muster before Brit came at me, fingers firmly planted in my ribs, tickling away. I grabbed her in self-defense and pulled her out of her seat and into my lap. A deep kiss was the only counterattack plan I had and it worked well as we were soon moaning and pawing. Out of breath, we stopped kissing, panting as our eyes did our talking. Hurriedly, we threw the dishes into the sink and had what little we wore on the bedroom floor. Not bothering with the covers, we made slow, deliberate love and then drifted off to sleep. Around midnight in my dream, I had my long, tall Brit, flat on her back on a bale of hay, her blonde hair fanned out on the straw bed. I held a booted leg in each hand and had my lover writhing in ecstasy. Fuck my pussy! She moaned as she pulled on her nipples, mauling her firm C-cups as I drove my rigid cock in and out of her tight, dripping snatch. Your fucking cock is so big! Moaning as I pushed her legs back lifting her butt off the bale, stabbing for her G-spot. Fuck yeah, just like that, as I took long slow strokes. Fuck, 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 she cried with each downstroke. My balls slapped her asshole, wet from the juices from her dripping cunt. Oh God, oh God, oh. And then I woke. Fuck, I muttered as I heard the shower running in the girl's room. Brit moaned in her sleep, on her side with me spooning her, and my cock still buried but stiff from the dream, inside her. Her pussy massaged me, coaxing me until I succumbed. I bucked a couple times, depositing what little I had in reserve. The sound of the shower diminished, and knowing everyone was safely home, I blissfully dropped back into dreamland. Must have been around 6 a.m., Sunday morn my nose was nuzzled comfortably against the back of Brit's neck, her soft blonde hair covering my face. I wanted to move, but I was pinned in. My morning wood was nice and warm and I flashed back to the dream. Brit's pussy hugged my cock as it too remembered earlier. Familiar warmth covered my backside, firm decups pressed to my back, a long, lean leg draped over mine. Gina's warm breathing tickled my neck. Sure, Britt whispered as her pussy seemed to gently suck on my captured member. I think he's trying to wake up. I felt small fingers playing with my balls. I can feel his dick throb. Little Kate whispered back. You think we can make him come? Brit's body stiffened listening to them plot, and I felt her pussy contract, milking my cock without her moving. I think so. She whispered in reply and I heard them kiss. My cock lurched and Brit squeaked and squeezed back, moaning. Mmm. He's getting bigger, mmm. More kissing as Kate massaged my balls which were growing tighter by the second. Brit's kegel exercises were paying benefits as her pussy literally sucked on my cock. Kate's continued ball play had turned into trying to stuff me further into Brit. I fought to pretend that I was still asleep, an unwitting participant in this early morning threesome. Brit and Kate moaned loudly as they kissed, Brit's talented pussy bringing us to a simultaneous crescendo, my cock throbbing, building pressure and the little one squeezing my balls as though to force every bit of cum I had out, 
and into our lover. Instinctively I reached over and grabbed whatever body part was handy, pulling myself in deeper yet as I came hard. Kate groaned as I had grabbed her ass cheek, reaching over Brit and pulling them both tight. My cock pulsed once, twice, and then once more. Brit's body shook and her pussy spasmed. I must have passed out for a second, you know, blood lost to the brain and all. A gentle sucking had resumed on my spent cock. Brit was now facing me, kissing me lightly and I could feel Gina still dead to the world, nestled against my backside. A quick tally told me that it was Kate lovingly cleaning up the aftermath of the covert fucking that Brit, and she had just completed. Morning, lover. She whispered, kissing me on the nose. Sleep well? As hard as it was to focus, I could see the big grin on her face. Yeah, I replied, giving her a kiss while reaching down to run my fingers through Kate's long black tresses as she continued to try to coax my cock back to life. I had a dream that we were in a barn, and we made love on a hay bale. Brit's eyes grew big. I had the same dream. Was I wearing my boots and yours? Nothing but, and you were on your back and I had a leg in each hand and we went at it. Her eyes grew bigger yet and I momentarily lost my breath as Kate took me into her throat and I could feel her tongue lapping at my balls. My dream was exactly the same, oh my god! And she kissed me hard again, all chances of my breathing now gone. Thankfully, I still had my nose to breathe through and survived only to be startled once more as I receive a firm but squeeze. Sounds hot. Gina groggily piped in, now awake from her deep sleep. I called dibs on the next hay ride and she gently nibbled on my shoulder. Me too, Kate gurgled, her mouth still full of cock. Brit and Gina both cracked up as Gina crawled over, and we shared a kiss. We coaxed Kate up to join us, and we managed to somehow all lay together with me, oh lucky me, on my back on the bottom, encased in warm, soft sexy women. More hugging, kissing and petting ensued until I could no longer put off the morning pee. With much grumbling protest, I was finally allowed to leave the bed and hurriedly scampered off to the bathroom. Cat calls followed me as I made my way to the john and did my thing. Stretching and trying to wake up, I decided I may as well just jump into the shower and get a quick rinse. Foolish me, the sound of the shower to the girls is like the sound of a can opener to a cat. The once spacious shower was now, although still plenty big, full of hot, and I do mean hot, slippery, giggling girls. The old conservation joke used to go, save water, shower with a friend, so in theory, with the four of us showering together, we should be saving a buttload of water, yeah, right. It had been a while since all three of the girls had been together, and I was happy to just be there and assist where needed. They washed each other's hair, laughing and teasing. Body washing was accomplished by pouring soap between the three of them, and then writhing against one another, hands everywhere, legs intertwined. I stood to the side and worked on backs and butts when they were available, more than happy to be the fourth wheel. Bath time was finally over when we noticed the water temperature began to drop and I made a mental note to check on the heater. Okay ladies, playtime is over. And all three grumbled and shivered as I turned off the overhead spray. We gathered up our big fluffy bath sheets and the fun resumed as a group drying session took up where the wash cycle ended. More giggling and moaning and kissing, errant fingers here and there. I sensed that the girls needed or maybe wanted to be alone. Well, you three need to get your hair dried, so I'll go and see what I can scare up for breakfast. Is everybody hungry? Yes, dear. Always, huh? Came the replies. All right, then. I'll get to it while you finish up in here, okay? Thanks, lover. Britt answered and then turned for a kiss. Her kisses are always long and soulful, and her soft tongue had my dick half-hard. She smiled as she pulled away and gave me a little tug. 
Not to be left out, little Kate stretched up on tippy-toe and pulled me down for her kiss. Thanks, baby. Her tongue playing with mine. Last and certainly not least, the statuesque Gina moved in, our bodies molded but for her hands which held my now stiff dick. She tilted her head and kissed me hard. Our tongues dueled and I suppressed a moan as her soft hands held me tight. My hands were full of her bountiful butt, and she didn't try to suppress her pleasure. Only the sound of other moans distracted us enough to glance over and see Brit and Kate lip-locked and grinding against each other. Gina turned back to me and with one more kiss and a couple of loving strokes. So do you think I can get that sausage I asked for yesterday? I think we might be able to come up with something for you. As I slid a middle finger over her tight asshole. She gasped as I tickled her pucker. Okay. As I broke her hold and turned to hide my excitement from the other two. Get dried and I'll have breakfast started. I quickly walked away, more catcalls following me out into the bedroom. I could only smile at my good fortune as I rummaged around for a pair of shorts and then made my way into the kitchen. A little bit later I wasn't keeping track of time, but I had just put the finishing touches on a big breakfast as my three lovelies waltzed out of the bedroom. It was a blessing that I wasn't in the middle of chopping anything as the sight before me was a real distraction. Arm in arm, three naked angels had appeared. Their bodies glowed, some sort of lotion I later surmised, and they had put on just enough makeup to give them that extra something that I just can't put into words. Their long hair was down and over their shoulders, and their smiles were radiant. I was speechless. Stopping just outside the bedroom door, they stopped, paused and then did a perfectly choreographed turn, pausing just long enough for me to take in all three perfect butts. Another 180 and they paused again before busting up laughing at themselves. All three made their way into the kitchen and without a word started to help me get breakfast on the table. Britt grabbed some plates from the cupboard as Kate dug around for knives and forks. I was busy at the stove, finishing up, when I felt Gina lean into my back, her chin on my shoulder. I see you found me some sausage, she whispered in my ear. Uh, yeah? was all I could muster as she ran her tongue around my ear and one hand had reacquired my turgid member. Giving me a parting squeeze, Gina backed off and then said, Oh, and by the way, we took a vote and we hereby declare it naked day. Before the proclamation was complete, my shorts were around my ankles and the girls laughed, pointing at my erection trying to turn off the burner on the stove. All right, I said as I kicked my shorts across the kitchen and expertly landed them on the counter next to the sink. We haven't all been together with nothing to do for quite a while. Maybe we can try out the deck upstairs. I haven't had a chance just to kick back in the sun for a long time. The girls all bounced with excitement at the thought of laying out naked and working on their tans. Even though the weather here is always nice, the summer was still the prime tanning season and this one was quick coming to an end. We scurried around and got the food on the island, family style and then we sat down, naked hip to naked hip and dug in. The talking had subsided for the most part as complimentary sounds on my cooking came from the trio. Hmm. Oh ah. Uh. And then a rather obscene slurping sound. All eyes went to Gina as she slowly worked a piece of kielbasa back and forth between her lips. Her eyes were closed as a low moan accompanied the erotic taste testing. Suddenly aware that she was being watched, she opened her eyes and gave a little oops grin and then bit clean through the meat. The other two laughed while I cringed. The rest of the meal was uneventful as the girls talked about nothing in particular. I finished my meal and got up to start clearing the dishes. The talking had stopped and I glanced over my shoulder to see the girls watching me walk away, or more specifically, my but walk away. I gave them a little wiggle which just made them laugh and then went about my business. There weren't much in the way of leftovers, 
so the cleanup was pretty quick and I had it done before the girls even noticed. Can I interest anyone in some coffee? I asked, interrupting their rather hushed conversation. They all three looked back at me before Kate replied. That would be nice, and then can we sit down in the living room? Gina and I need to talk to you about something. Oh, I thought. Yes, sure, anything I need to worry about. No, she answered as all three stood up from the bar. Although I'd be cautious if I were you after seeing Gina bite through that sausage. Britt and Kate laughed as Gina chased Kate into the living room, looking to swat her on the butt. Britt came around the island to help with the coffee. Everything okay? I asked. Everything's fine. Her hand on my butt as she kissed my shoulder. They just have a couple business questions they want to ask you. That's right. They said they were getting together with John yesterday to go over the store's books or something. I took my turn at squeezing a little but before I gathered up the carafe and some cups and we made our way into the living room. We sat the coffee on the table and I poured, thankful that they all took it black. Finished, I took the spot on the couch between the two fledgling entrepreneurs while Brit sat in the big recliner opposite us. Not your typical business meeting, I thought to myself as I put my hands on two bare knees on either side of me. So what's up? Well, started Gina as they each put a hand on mine. You know we kind of had a meeting with John yesterday about the store and all, and well, he kind of sprung something on us. Oh God, I thought, reflexively giving each knee a reassuring squeeze. Yeah, Kate continued. I don't know if you know it or not, but when John went back home a while back on family matters, well, he hooked up with an old girlfriend from high school and it looks like it's pretty serious. Okay. My mind trying to leap ahead. Anyway, Gina resumed. John is thinking about moving back up there so they can be together, and all he really has here holding him back is the store. Unha. Still leaping. So. Kate paused, long pause. John wants to sell us the business. There was dead silence in the room. I guess it was my turn to wade in with my sage advice. I let go of one knee and took a sip of coffee while I mulled around the situation. Wow, sell you the business, huh? That was fucking profound, I told myself. I leaned back and looked over at Britt, my lovely, naked business partner and got nothing, nothing but a smile. I glanced right and then left, again, nothing but beautiful nakedness. A deep breath. Okay, so bring me up to speed. How did the conversation go? Did he have any ideas? Does this involve both the store and the online business? Well, okay, Kate said, glancing at Gina, who nodded slightly. Here's what Gina and I think makes the most sense and what we would be comfortable with. First off, you're right in seeing the store and the online store as being two separate businesses. I'm not sure we consciously set it up that way, but I'm glad we did. Anyway, taking a breath. Because the store at the beach is kinda seasonal and the lease runs out this month and because we'd have to hire other people to work there, yada yada yada, it just seems to make sense to close it down. Kate paused, I guess waiting for me to say something. Okay. On the other side... With the online store, Gina and I could easily run that and still go to school. If we need some help with shipping or something like that, well, we could hire someone part-time, maybe even some other students. Kate paused and once again glanced at Gina, and then over to Britt. Britt gave her the go-ahead nod. So, she continued, the main thing to figure out for the online store is where to operate out of. Right now we use the store for inventory and our physical address and we were kind of wondering if you would maybe, you know if we could work a deal to, you know. I don't know why it was so hard for them to ask me. It seemed pretty straightforward and obvious. It was probably because they were new to business, and this was a big step. 
where they were based seemed to be the least of their problems as my mind was working on second-guessing what type of deal John had offered them. Knowing John as I did and his financial situation and the fact that he really liked the girls, well I was willing to bet that he offered them a very fair deal. I leaned over and took another sip of coffee, and then leaned back between them. Both Gina and Kate's posture had changed. They both sat upright in anticipation. Except for the fact that we were all sitting around naked, this almost had the feel of a real business meeting. I looked over at Britt, who really is my partner in the photography business, and asked, So what do you think, Britt? Do you think we can spare a little space for a small business? Britt snorted, trying to keep from laughing. It was a pretty silly question as there's no way I could ever utilize the entire warehouse for our business unless I could find a way to get a cruise ship inside to photograph it. Britt sat up straighter and stroked her chin like she was deep in thought. My turn to try to keep from laughing. Well, George, I think we could find a corner for them to work out of, but we'll have to be very careful with the conditions of the lease. I'd hate to see these two take advantage of you. And then she lost it. Laughing so hard, she nearly fell out of the overstuffed chair. Kate and Gina both stared at their goofy roommate for a second and then glanced at me. I simply shrugged my shoulders and said, Sure, why not? Both of them screamed with delight and before I knew what hit me, I was on my back with both of them tickling and kissing and nibbling on any area they could get to. I finally cried uncle and they backed down only to turn their sights on Brit who was cornered in the big chair, tears of laughter running down her cheeks. More shrieks and false cries for help erupted as all three wrestled gloriously naked in the Barcolinger. They finally tired of the tickling, all three naked wonders wedged into the one chair, one lucky chair. Okay, I said. Getting back to more serious matters, can I ask what kind of deal John has offered you? Oh yeah, hang on. Kate exclaimed as she pried herself free and bounced toward their bedroom, bounce being the operative word as her cute little but literally bounced as she pranced away. Gina interrupted my flashback to the back of the Cadillac hearse, taking the little one's anal cherry. My cock began to stir. She's going after the paperwork we brought home last night. She smiled as she looked at my lap. We thought you'd like to see the books on both businesses. Good idea, I said as I tried to covertly reposition myself. Kate skipped back in with a couple of binders and landed beside me, placing one of the binders in my lap. I don't think it was an accident that she rubbed the back of her hand against my hardness as she opened the book. Okay, here is a simple spreadsheet showing the store's expenses income and profits. Her left hand still held the binder, a buffer between the book and my dick, and she turned the pages with her right hand. Imperceptibly, Kate kept a nearly constant rubbing motion on the underside of my prick as she went on to explain the rest of the numbers. Here are the numbers on the online business, and as you can see, both stores have a pretty good cash flow. It took all I had to keep from creating another type of flow, so I tried to concentrate on the numbers. Yeah, that looks pretty good. So how much inventory do you have right now or on order? Kate looked at me and her eyes glistened and she pressed a little harder against my now full erection. That's in the other binder. She said as she took the one off my lap, leaving me exposed to the world as it were. I looked over at the other two for the first time since Kate sat beside me. The girls still sat side by side but they had shifted around and now each had one leg draped over either armrest. Their eyes were locked on me, or should I say, a part of me. Then I noticed they each had one hand in the other's lap, their fingers undoubtedly hard at work. My cock jumped, and so did the girls, their eyes widened. Glancing back to my right, there was Kate bent over trying to reach for the other binder that was on the floor. Slightly elevated off the cushion, her tight pink pucker winked at me and her pussy lips spread slightly. Reaching over, 
I trailed my middle finger down the valley, skimmed over her twinkling star and easily slid into her tight, wet pussy. Kate froze, her hands on the floor. I slowly slid my finger in and out of her slick slot and then glanced back at the pair in the chair. Their eyes bounced from Kate's backside to my front side, both their hands moving perceptibly faster. I didn't intend for this to be any more than a tease, but just to step it up one more notch, I grabbed hold of my cock and proved that I was a multitasker. Ah, fuck. Gina moaned as she zeroed in on my slow-moving hand. Kate let out a little whimper and I looked over at her to see her head turned as she watched her roommates pleasuring each other. I looked back at Brit, and she was staring straight at me with dark eyes. She mouthed don't stop as both her and Gina's fingers pounded away at each other's soaked snatches. Turning my attentions back to Kate, I slid a second finger in, stroking downward, in search of her elusive G-spot. Kate pushed back, grinding on my fingers as she continued to watch her friends fingerfuck each other. Pushing off the chair arms, they both lewdly spread as wide as they could, now nearly fisting each other, the wet, slurping sounds of happy pussies. Through the moaning, they willed each other to come. I watched Brit and Gina and matched them stroke for stroke. Kate shuddered and began to quake. Fuck, Kate's pussy convulsed, sucking at my fingers as I continued to pleasure her. Meanwhile Brit and Gina were locked in a contest to see who could make the other come harder. They stared at one another as they plundered the other's pussy. Oh God, right there, there, there. Kate cried as her whole body shook. She pushed back on the floor, making sure we stay connected. I felt the spongy little spot I'd been searching for and pressed down. Ah. And then silence as her body locked up and her pussy held me tight. The little one's eyes were rolled back in her head as the intense sensations overtook her. Meanwhile on the recliner, Brit and Gina had taken each other to the precipice, their eyes locked as they pushed each other over the edge. They inhaled as they as they came together. They worked each other, prolonging the pleasure until a gentle kiss brought them to the end and they pulled each other tight and hugged, snuggled up in the big chair. A little groan and a hand on my wrist brought me back to Kate, who was past her orgasmic stupor and found herself pinned down with my fingers still inside her drenched pussy. A little help. She squeaked. I wasn't sure if she was trying to pull herself up, pull my hand out, or maybe in a little deeper. I wiggled my fingers inside her. Oh you little shit, help me up. She yelped. I laughed as I grabbed her wrist with my pussy-drenched hand and pulled her up and into my lap, careful to avoid my still-stiff dick. Brushing her disheveled hair aside, I gave her a long kiss. That was fucking intense. She said softly. I straightened out her hair some more and my hand came to rest on her small tits. I strummed a nipple as she stared up at me through watery brown eyes. I love you. She mouthed silently, leaning up for another kiss. We love you too. Gina and Britt chimed in, now kneeling in front of us. Kisses and hugs were exchanged until Gina stood up, stretching her long lean frame. Okay, squirt, show him the rest of the books and I'll get us some water. Kate giggled and Britt helped her sit back up and took a seat on the other side of me. Kate opened the second binder and sat it on my lap once more. Only this time, Britt had beat her to the punch, her hand holding my stiffness tight. Kate looked at Britt briefly and then went on to explain the remainder of the financial standings of the businesses. Gina skipped back in with four bottles of water, her D's bobbing happily. She dropped down on the couch next to her business partner and leaned over her to look at the book as Kate went down the columns. I could feel all eyes on the head of my cock sticking up through Brit's grasp as Kate's finger tracing down the columns to the bottom of the page. They paused, silent as Brit gave a practice squeeze and a drop of pre-cum emerged from the tip. 
They moaned a little in three-part harmony as another drop emerged and Brit's thumb slowly spread it about. Okay. Clearing my throat and breaking the hypnotic spell my cock evidently had on the girls. So it looks like you're doing pretty well and I think I agree with the idea of shutting down the storefront. So can I ask what kind of monetary deal John is proposing? I received three aggravated looks before Kate continued. We haven't settled on firm numbers yet, but basically, all Johnny wants is to be paid for the inventory, plus a little to keep the IRS happy if they come nosing around later. He said he thinks that sales will be good enough that we can just pay him as we sell off the existing stock, plus a little. He's so sweet. He doesn't want us in debt and going to school. In fact, he made it a stipulation that we keep going to school and that he would have the right to step in if either of us dropped out. That's the John the First no. I laughed. He really was one of the last of the good guys and I knew he would make the girls an offer they couldn't refuse. So, I said sitting up a little, but well aware that Brit still had me in a firm hold and I was outnumbered. I guess all that leaves is my compensation. A big grin on my face. Oh, I'm sure you'll be well compensated, my blonde lover said as she gave my cock a long stroke. Oh yeah, we'll compensate you, all right. And Gina and Kate leaned in and we all shared a kiss and a handshake. Well, they shook hands with my dick while mine roamed my two new business partners. Highly erotic, but highly cumbersome, I finally broke up the meeting. I'm starting to overheat here. Let's go look and see where you girls are going to set up shop. The coolness of the warehouse felt good on our bare skin as we walked out into the warehouse. The sun provided ambient light through the industrial skylights, beams of light piercing the cavernous building. Britt held my hand as we walked to one corner of the building, her head leaning against my shoulder. Thank you, she whispered. We stopped when we had made our way and I kissed the top of her head and whispered back. No, thank you. We squeezed each other's hands. So, I started. I think we should build you a storeroom and office in this corner. What do you think? Kate and Gina's eyes both grew big and they looked in disbelief at each other, then at me, then back to each other. I don't, I mean we don't. Gina stuttered. We don't know what to say. I mean, when we were talking about it last night on the way home, we figured that we could get by with some shelves and a computer and maybe a cell phone, but we never thought about an office, or even a storeroom. She paused to look at her partner, and they fired nonverbal questions at each other. Kate continued. Do you think we really need an office, or a storeroom for that matter? I mean we're just going to ship it in and then ship it back out. Well that sounds simple. I said as I walked further into the corner, oddly comfortably unaware that we were all standing around bare ass as we talked business. I think to really make this a business and have you feel like it's the real deal, that you need some tangible, physical presence. And I think that you need to have a separate place to take care of business, a place separate from where you live. That way, when you are at work you'll most likely concentrate on work and when you're not at work, you won't be drawn back to the desk and work non-stop. I learned long ago that you need to separate work from the rest of your life. Makes sense, they said, nodding their heads, convincing themselves that I knew what I was talking about. But wait, they said in concert as they turned and looked back at my house. Exactly my point, I quickly interjected. I built my home on the bottom floor and my office is on the top floor. I still have to commute to work. They snickered at my idea of a commute, out the front door and up the stairs. Okay, we'll go along with your idea, but how are we going to pay for this fancy new office? Britt was back beside me, her hand fondling my butt. Trust me, it's not going to be a fancy office, but it'll be nice. I figured that I would build the office as a capital improvement to the building. 
I picked this corner because if at some later date you guys get all successful and go corporate and leave me, I can punch a door through to the sidewalk and I can rent it to someone else. Ah, you're so good to us, the Amazon and the Pixie said as they walked up to face me. So, what do we do about rent? As they both reached down and grabbed a handful of me. I stiffened at the negotiations. Well, I'll have to charge you a little something, just to make it look good on the books, but I'm sure we can come to some understanding. Come being the operative word. Britt laughed as she gave me a spank on the butt. So enough business talk. Didn't someone say something about laying out in the sun? Sounds good to me. Gina replied. But really, George, everything else aside, I, and I know Kate agrees, well, we can never thank you enough for everything you have done for us. Thank you. The beautiful brunette followed up with a long, soulful kiss that caused my heart to flutter. Yeah, me too, said the little one as she stretched up on tippy toes. We can never thank you enough, but... And then with as she went in for the kiss, her little hand wrapped itself around my cock. We can sure try. Britt and Gina laughed at their friend's antics and embraced. Thank you too for everything, baby. She whispered in Britt's ear. Love you. Love you too. Britt said through moist eyes and before she lost it. Okay, Kate, let go of the cock. Lover boy, you go upstairs, move the bed and open the hatch. Girls, let's get some towels, sunscreen, water and whatever else we think we need. Yes, ma'am. I said, my cock and I both throwing her a salute. Oh, and babe, would you grab my sunglasses? They should be on the dresser. You goof, yeah, I'll get him. Now get that sweet ass up the stairs, and we'll be right up. I watched with delight as the three most beautiful and special women in my life skipped hand-in-hand bare-assed to the house. I followed, never losing focus until they disappeared through the front door. I made a left and went up the stairs to the studio-slash-office. Behind the bed and a curtain that hung on the wall behind it is a ladder that leads to the roof hatch. In its previous life, my warehouse had a large amount of equipment of some kind on the roof. The equipment was long gone, but what was left was a large deck with a short wall around it that was originally there to hide the equipment. Britt had already outfitted it with four large reclining lounges with cushions and a couple folding umbrellas. I made my way to the roof and pulled the covers off the lounges. It was a beautiful day with a light breeze that made it very comfortable. It felt nice to have the cool air flowing over body parts that were usually covered. I was standing at the wall, looking out over the city. Hey, a little help. Came from the deck hatch. The handle of a small cooler stuck up above the curb and I hurried over to the opening. Glancing down, Gina was looking up, one hand on a ladder rung and palming the cooler, holding it over her head. Further down the ladder was Britt, holding a bag and looking up. I envied her view of Gina's spectacular but above her. On the floor, with the best view of all was Kate, standing by to hand up the rest of whatever the girls deemed necessary for proper sunbathing. I grabbed the cooler and set it aside as the bucket brigade continued. Once the last load was on the roof, Gina continued her ascent and I reached down to help her up. Halfway out of the hole, she paused long enough to run her tongue over my half-hard dick and smiled the rest of the way up, giving me a quick kiss before stepping aside. Britt was right behind her and managed to nose under my cock and gave my balls a quick slathering. I got her up onto the deck and she went after her kiss with one hand tugging on my now stiff cock. Ahem. Came the throat-clearing prompt from below. Britt gave me another quick kiss and stroke before stepping aside to help Gina sort through the provisions. I leaned over to reach for little Kate's hand. Perched on the top rung, both her hands in mine, she was at the perfect height and I stopped her there. She looked up with a big grin and then opened her mouth. Moving as close as I could to the curb, I maneuvered us both until I hit the bull's eye. 
My cock slipped between her lips and I moved my hips and held her upright while she sucked on my cock. We carried on for a few strokes, but it was awkward and honestly a little dangerous, so without warning, I backed my dripping dick out of between her warm lips and pulled her straight up out of the hole. Whoa! She squealed as I had her on the deck beside me like a fish on the line. Kate was the only one that move would work on as she didn't tip the scales much over ninety pounds. Britt and Gina were laughing at her entrance as Kate caught her breath. You scared the shit out of me, she said as she took a mock swing at me. I grabbed her arm in mid-swing and pulled her to me and off the ground once more. We kissed as she wrapped her legs nearly around me. I walked her over a few steps and then dropped her onto a waiting lounge. The other two had everything sorted out and stood at the wall, taking in the view. I joined them, as did Kate, and we silently enjoyed the panorama before us. An airliner made its approach in front of us, moving from left to right. It was just above us and I think with a good arm, you could have hit it with a rock. Wow, what a view, Gina said as the Airbus headed for the runway. Probably not as good as theirs if they happened to be looking this way, I said. I put myself in a window seat, imagining what I would think if I saw one luck guy standing on the roof of a building with three bare-breasted women beside him. I felt Gina's hand on my but about the same time I felt the tingling of the beginnings of a sunburn on my shoulders. I reciprocated, giving her firm cheek a caress. Ladies, I can already feel a sunburn coming on. Well, we can take care of that. Britt happily announced as she turned back to the lounges. They rummaged around until they came up with several bottles of sunscreen. Okay, we'll take turns doing each other. So Britt, since you're the fair-skinned blonde, you go first. Kate laid a beach blanket out on one of the lounges. Face down, sweetie, Gina directed. With an anticipatory smile, Britt took her position on the lounge. I knelt on one side as Kate and Gina took up the other. Gina swept the long blonde hair out of the way and then squirted a long line, from shoulders to butt crack, of the cool lotion. Britt giggled and squirmed at the sensation, turning to a soft moan as six hands lovingly massaged the protective potion over her beautiful backside. Starting at the shoulders, we made our way down, spending extra time on her firm butt cheeks, careful to cover even areas that the sun would have a hard time finding. We squirted more in our hands and did our work on her long legs and even the soles of her feet. She giggled as we even worked the lotion in between her toes. Turn over, babe. As Gina again grabbed the bottle of sunscreen. Obediently, Britt rolled over and stretched out once more. Gina scooted up and delicately applied the lotion to our lover's face as Kate and I each took up an arm. Ready to move on, Gina slipped Britt's sunglasses back on her face and we proceeded south. More moaning ensued as we paid close attention to the coverage on her bountiful breasts. Her nipples seemed to require Kate's extra attention and Britt's hips rocked gently. We worked our way down, over her flat tummy and to points beyond. We skirted by her slick slit and got the top side of her long limbs. The task nearly completed, we trailed our fingers back up the insides of her legs and Britt spread them as far as our bodies would allow. She chewed her lower lip, waiting for what she hoped was a happy ending to the impromptu massage. Not once to disappoint, all three of us ran fingers to and fro spreading lips, tickling her clit, flicking her nipples, until her body could take no more and shook as her orgasm overtook her. The girls worked to prolong the sensation as I leaned over and kissed her deep. Our tongues fucked each other's mouths as she struggled through a long climax. Enough. She panted as she reached down to push the girls aside. We three all sat upright on our knees and stretched back into shape as Britt recovered. We handed her a bottle of water as she sat upright. Well, she said as she took another big swallow. Okay, who's next? Me, me, 
Kate and Gina shouted, raising their hands like schoolgirls, naked, horny schoolgirls. They looked to me to make the decision, and if I'd had a coin, or even somewhere to put one, I'd have flipped it. Okay, pick a number between one and ten. I mentally picked nine. Triple A five. Gina hedged. Six, Kate said without hesitation. Nine, I announced. Kate, I guess you're next. Oh, goody. She giggled, standing up and hustling Brit off the lounge. Brit took up her position next to Gina and I stayed on my side. The little one took up a lot less of the towel but had scads more hair to bundle up out of the way. Again, Gina laid out a long line of lotion, from her neck to her cute little butt and Kate squirmed in anticipation. Again, we started at the top and worked our way down. A constant satisfied moan followed our slick hands. We needed her rounded cheeks, spreading them slightly to apply the protective barrier thoroughly. My finger hesitated on her puckered star and her rump pressed upward. I held her down as I teased my way back down and out and proceeded to work over my designated leg. Backside complete, she quickly obeyed the order to flip. Gina once again took over the facial duties as Brit and I took an arm each. Kate laced her fingers in mine when I came to her hand. I glanced at her and she fairly glowed. Another generous application of lotion and all six hands nearly covered her small frame. Her nipples could cut diamonds and they throbbed as we teased them. Her hips too were in constant motion and she tried to push her crotch to intercept our hands as we worked on her lower tummy and hips. We successfully dodged her anxious sex and worked on her legs and feet. We all three grinned at each other as we made a purposely slow trek back up her inner legs. Her thighs we tight, her toes pointed as we approached her pussy. Her inner lips bloomed and her clit peeked out. Numerous fingertips skipped around her sex occasionally dipping beneath the surface. I had my right hand on her breast, toying with her nipple when she grabbed my wrist and pulled it up to her face. She noisily sucked on one and then two of my fingers as she thrust her hips in search of her release. Brit took pity on their littlest lover. Two long fingers split Kate's wanting pussy as Gina strummed her clit. I retrieved my fingers with teeth marks on them after Kate came down from a climax that nearly displaced us all. She was still breathing hard with the occasional aftershock rippling through her tiny body. Gina helped her sit up and Brit held the water bottle to her lips. Holy shit, that was... Kate finally said and then she looked at me with a worried look. She knew that she had bitten down and I held up my hand, folding down my index and middle fingers. Her eyes grew big as I joked. I'll be okay. Everyone laughed but her and I quickly revealed the two missing digits and then leaned in to give her a big kiss. She lightly bit my tongue in retaliation. I pulled back quickly and she gave me a big smile, then stuck her tongue out at me. This got the other two laughing even louder. They all three hugged and kissed and Gina helped Kate to her feet. Move it girl, it's my turn. I gave them a pouty frown which only drew more laughter. Poor baby, but don't worry, we're saving the best for last. Brit assured me and gave me a quick kiss. Gina quickly assumed the position and moved her own hair out of harm's way. Brit applied the long stream of lotion down the equally long spine of the brunette Amazon. Once again, I took station on one side, while the remaining two girls took over the other side. The difference this time was that as soon as we began, long hidden fingers took hold of my semi-flaxed cock. I glanced down to see a small smirk of pleasure on Gina's face as we worked on her shoulders and neck. Gina held fast as we worked our way down her long torso. The other two were unaware of Gina's grasp on the situation and I wasn't about to lodge any complaints as she flexed her fingers on my now stiff eight. Inch. We worked our way down to her pronounced butt and once again made sure that we had adequate coverage. 
my wanderings over her little tight pucker were a little more deliberate, as she had me in a compromising position. A lubricated digit slipped past the tight portal, and she audibly gasped as the first knuckle pushed on her sphincter. She squeezed a little harder in response and then relaxed, as did her ass. Britt looked from Gina, to me and then to my hand buried between Gina's cheeks. She gave me a knowing wink and went back to work. I lingered a bit longer, moving my finger imperceptibly in and out as Gina continued to massage my member. It was time to move to her long legs and we both regrettably released our hold on each other. I worked down her thigh and calf and tried to raise a giggle out of her by grazing my fingers along the sole of her foot. I could almost hear her grit her teeth, trying to refrain from laughing. Finally done with one side, Brit gave her a playful pop on the butt. Okay, over. Quick to comply, Gina was on her back. Her decups pointed proudly toward the wispy clouds in the blue sky. Brit gave her a quick kiss on the lips before she began the facial. I had to be quick to avoid her searching hand as Kate, and I grabbed an arm each and began the rubdown. Arms and face complete, we started back at the top, working over her neck and shoulders. I quickly gave in to the inevitable, and was soon being held snugly in her soft hand. As Brit and I worked on opposing tits, I heard her inhale abruptly and her eyes grew wide. I noticed Gina's other arm flexed slightly and I knew that her other hand had found its way between Brit's legs. Brit looked at me as she chewed on her lower lip. I looked down at Gina, but could read nothing as she again wore her sunglasses. I then glanced over at Kate, and she was busy in her own little world, making sure that no area of her roommate was left uncovered. We carried on as the devilish brunette continued to play with us. Finally, we once again reached the point of disconnect, where even Gina's long arms had reached their limit. Back to the legs once more, we worked our way down and around. Brit and I purposely worked down her inner thighs as close to her dripping sex as we dared. Finishing at the feet, we reversed our course until we reached her pouting pussy. Her inner lips begged for attention and her clit protruded proudly. We had to hold Kate back from dropping her head between Gina's legs and consuming her. We all played with her pussy, pulling at her labia as Kate worked two or three fingers in and out of her slurping snatch. Brit and I held down on Gina's thrusting hips as her bedmate worked her to a frazzle. With nothing really left to do, Brit and I each took up a breast and sucked hard on her sensitive nipples. Oh God! She cried out as she reached the end of her rope and her body exploded. Kate couldn't help herself and bounded in between her legs, now widespread and took Gina's pussy in her mouth, sucking and probing, holding on to the writhing roomy. Figuring she'd had enough, Brit and I let go of our respective nipples and leaned over and kissed each other, making out with Gina's generous breast as our pillows. We continued to kiss even as Gina began to return to reality, and we felt her run her hands over our backs. Kate, her appetite now satiated, crawled up and planted her wet face in between ours and we had an awkward, slippery, three-way kiss before crawling off of Gina. Her eyes were closed, and she had a big smile as her breathing slowly returned to normal. Britt reached back and found a couple more bottles of water, and we all sat back and took a moment. Kate's tongue was fast at work licking Gina's juices off her upper lip. Always there to help, Britt crawled over and helped with the cleanup. They licked and kissed until they were both in need of another application of sunscreen. Meanwhile, Gina was back amongst the living and was propped up on one elbow, watching the goings-on. I leaned in and nibbled briefly on her exposed neck until she dropped down back onto her back and hauled me in for a real kiss. We Frenched until I felt my cock began to respond once more, stiff in the light breeze. Okay, stud, it's your turn. Brit said through with her cleaning duties. Gina sat back up and spun her legs to my side of the lounge and stood up. 
I had been on my knees for three sunscreen application sessions and I groaned as I began to straighten. Taking pity, Gina reached around me from behind and helped me up. Kate and Britt giggled and I quickly realized that Gina was now pointing my loaded weapon at them. Two turned on to blush. I just wiggled my hips at them and then began the process of laying face down. Kate, because she was closest, offered to help. Here, let me help. As she grabbed my cock and helped fold it out of the way, like the kickstand on an old Schwinn bike. Kate took the lead this time and the bottle of nearly spent sunscreen made an obscene sound as she unloaded a goodly amount down my back. The little one actually stood at my head and leaned in to press down hard on my shoulders. This had turned into more of a massage than just putting on sunscreen. Britt and Gina worked my upper back as Kate continued to lean over my head. I could feel her pussy juices soak through my hair and I waited for her to come on top of my head. Meanwhile Britt and Gina had worked their way down to my butt and I could feel them parting the way as they worked over my ass cheeks. A coldness hit me as I felt them pry my cheeks apart and squirt a generous dollop right on the nether hole. They tittered as I felt fingers slipping and sliding about. Not to be left out, Kate abandoned her post, and I felt her perch her wet snatch on my right calf, straddling my leg so she now had an unobstructed view of my most private parts. I felt another finger join the party and the girls all giggled some more, obviously proud of their newfound position of dominance. I waited, knowing what was on the way, and sure enough, a small fingertip rested on my pucker. She pushed lightly and I clinched hard. She pushed a little harder and I clinched harder still. Wow, I thought my ass was tight. Kate whispered to the girls. Yeah, the only way in is if you sneak up on him. Britt whispered back and then she kissed me on the butt. They continued on down my legs, no doubt disappointed that they didn't make their way in the back door, but they soon forgot. It was Gina's turn to try to get me to laugh as she dragged her nails across the soles of my foot. Again Britt interjected. May as well give it a rest, babe. I don't think he's ticklish at all. God knows I've tried. Well, you're no fun. Gina informed me, and then she took my big toe between her teeth and bit gently. Having seen my reflexes before, she was quickly up on her feet and out of harm's way. Okay, baby, on your back. Britt ordered, giving me a slap on the butt. Throughout the torment, I was again only partially inflated, and the girls let their disappointment be known. Ah, uh, he's gone back to sleep. Kate said in a disapproving little girl tone. Not to worry, Britt said as she shook the bottle, working the last of the lotion to the top. Kate took her position again at the top of the lounge and slipped off my sunglasses. Ever so gently, she worked the sunscreen over my face. Britt and Gina each took an arm and I behaved as they worked their way to my fingers. Tucking my hands to my side, they started on my chest as Kate worked my upper shoulders and neck. The feeling of six hands devotedly caressing you is an almost indescribable sensation. Gina and Britt worked over my belly, toying with my navel. Kate too moved southward, leaning over me from above. One rock-hard nipple grazed my nose as she leaned in. She giggled as she managed to avoid my flicking tongue. She continued to tease as the other two worked at my hips. My cock was now at full attention again, laying on my belly. I felt the occasional breeze across my balls and the bottom of my cock. I could hear the girls lightly blowing, my cock jerked, and they snickered. It was time to get to the legs and Kate moved down, choosing to swing one leg over me, her wet pussy hovering over my face momentarily. She moved to the other end of the lounge and concentrated on my feet as her roommates each took a leg. It took all I had not to beg them to hurry up and get to what I assumed was the inevitable, and I kept my eyes closed and mentally tried to distract myself. A brief, whispered meeting was held at my feet and I sensed movement. 
Two pairs of hands spread my legs to the point of just staying put on the lounge. Two wet pussies planted themselves on my calves just as a pair of soft lips kissed mine. I knew it was Katie as her little tongue slipped between my lips briefly. Before I could reciprocate, she shifted and I felt her straddle my chest. I had no option but to open my eyes to look at her perfect ass perched on me. Her little legs stretched out, splitting her ass cheeks and her asshole winked at me. I wanted to reach out, but found I was literally pinned down with my arms at my side. My frustration quickly fluttered away as six slick hands managed to find some part of my sexual organs to latch onto. Jesus! I moaned as my cock, balls and inner thighs received their undivided attention. Kate's arousal wafted to my nose as she worked her pussy on my sternum. I could also feel the slick friction on my legs as Brit and Gina teased themselves on my knees. Does that feel good, baby? Brit whispered hoarsely as my cock and balls were in constant contact with their loving hands. I closed my eyes once more, trying to conjure up the sight blocked by Kate's undulating form. I could feel three, no, four hands wrapped around my shaft, stroking slowly and loosening and tightening their grip. Two other hands fondled my balls with the occasional finger slithering over my taint, teasing my asshole, which was thankfully just out of reach. Look how fucking big he's getting. Kate moaned as her gyrations picked up the pace. I took a quick peek and her asshole puckered in and out, like a beached fish gasping for breath. Fuck me, I mumbled to myself, so wanting to slip something into that tight ass. My cock swelled at the notion and the grip on me grew tighter. Okay girls, we've got him where we want him. And everything came to a dead halt. What the fool? As my cock was squeezed even tighter. Kate sat down harder and Brit and Gina both shifted until I couldn't move if I wanted. So, she continued. How do we want to finish him off? If I just regained consciousness and didn't have a heart on that almost hurt, I'd figure I was on my way to meet my maker. Well, I think we should take turns fucking him until he comes, offered the horny little one whose pussy was now leaking on my chest. Gina snorted and Brit scoffed. He wouldn't last through one of us, much less all three. Someone gave my cock another squeeze in response to the suggestion. Well, Kate whined in retort. We could each just ride him a couple strokes and then take turns like that. Yeah, right. Gina laughed, and I knew that she was the one that had me by the balls. We couldn't pry you off his dick after just two strokes. You know you wouldn't want to get off, pardon the pun. My cock was really beginning to feel the strain now, and my girl could sense it and thankfully came to my rescue. Okay, Katie, let go. We've put the poor boy through enough. There was a collective sigh and a major relief when all three released their hold on me. Come here, sweetie, Britt said as she helped Kate dismount, leaving a large wet spot on my chest. They laughed as Gina stood up and then moved to my side and bent down, lapping up the puddle. My cock waggled at the sight. They all three stretched and swiveled, working out the kinks. I reached out and let my hands wander over whatever legs I could reach. They huddled up once more and then took their assigned places. Spreading my legs until I could plant my feet on the floor, the little one crawled up between my legs and waited patiently, seated on her haunches. Gina and Britt took station at either hip, once more on their knees. Britt smiled at me and then, cock in hand, took me in her mouth. A couple slobbery sucks and then she passed me off to Gina. Gina took me deep on the first try, choking slightly and then gave it another shot. Thick mucus trailed off the end of my dick as Kate attacked with a vengeance, eager to show she could match the others with her oral skills. I'm not sure how, but I managed to make it through the first round, but I knew my minutes were numbered. With only one goal in mind, my girl set out to bring this to a wet and messy conclusion. 
Hands and lips were everywhere, and I watched in awe as my three lovers worked in concert to bring me pleasure. They all wore looks of determination on their beautiful faces as they stared at my cock and worked me until I couldn't hold back. My cock swelled and all three recognized the signs and now stared into my eyes, not missing a beat. Give it to us, lover. Brit whispered they stroked my swollen cock. Ah, she. And my legs tightened and my ass left the cushion as my cock let loose. I was the only one making a sound as they concentrated on getting everything they could out of me. I felt the warm splat on my chest and the girls jerked slightly as volley after volley spattered us all. They ran their hands over me and completely wasted. My body just collapsed and I laid there like a rag doll. The girls judiciously cleaned me and each other, lapping up their reward as I drifted off. Some time later soft hands on my privates brought me out of a deep slumber. The sun was directly overhead and I squinted through the darkened ray bands and stretched out, moaning for effect. Nice nap? Brit inquired as she continued to freshen the protective layer. Yep, I replied as I turned to see Gina and Kate splayed out, face down on their lounges, their cocoa-buttered bodies glistening in the warm sun. The soft breeze made the prolonged exposure tolerable. Turning my attention back to my love, I ran my hand over her firm but as she made sure I was sufficiently protected. I didn't want to take a chance on our favorite cock getting burned. She whispered as she worked the lotion into my reawakened member. I hooked my forearm under her butt and lifted her up, plopping her on top of me. My stiffness was nestled between her long legs, her pussy lips kissing it. I hugged her tight and we made out, slipping and sliding on one another, moaning and lip smacking until the commotion finally woke our roommates. Get a room! A still sleepy Gina groused, rolling to her side, facing away from us. Kate got up and stretched, on her toes, her fingers reaching for the puffy clouds above. She stepped over to us and gave Brit a little but squeeze, sliding her hand between her legs and pushing my erection tighter to my love's wanting pussy. She giggled as Brit rocked her ass in response to the assist. You need some more lotion, lover. To Brit's displeasure, Kate left her post and started rummaging around in the big bag they had brought up earlier. Here we go. And a cooling mist of spray suntan lotion fell on the long-legged blonde perched on top of me. She moaned her thank you in my mouth as we continued to tongue wrestle. Kate turned her attention to her favorite Amazon, spritzing her darkly tan torso. Oh, that feels nice. The tall brunette cooed as she rolled the rest of the way onto her tummy. The little one made sure to get a nice, even coat on Gina's beautiful backside. Running a finger down her but crack with a teasing touch, Kate whispered. Okay, turn over and I'll get to get the front. Without complaint, Gina complied and watched Kate concentrate on the task at hand. Gina's pussy flinched as Kate licked her lips as she leaned in for a closer inspection of Gina's nether region, making sure she had indeed achieved full coverage. A quick swipe of her little index finger across Gina's clit got an instant reaction. Kate squealed as Gina pulled her on top of her, squirming to get away, but not trying very hard. Gina had Kate's butt cheeks in her hands and their bodies slipped around on the freshly applied lotion. Kate's long black hair enveloped them as they kissed. The moaning and kissing was loud enough to even distract Brit and me. We both looked over and watched the best friends making out. Watching two girls kiss has always been a turn-on for me. Throw in the added benefits of them being drop-dead gorgeous, naked and glistening in oil. Well shit, a guy's pecker doesn't stand a chance. Mmm. Brit moaned as her pussy tried to hug my stiffness. Just as I was ready to make my move and grab my blonde by the hips and unceremoniously spear her on my cock. My stomach growled with the reminder of how long ago we had eaten. 
It was embarrassingly loud enough that it brought the entire erotic scene to a halt, and three pairs of eyes were now boring into me. You'd have thought I tossed a bucket of cold water on them, and it seemed like minutes passed until all three busted up laughing. Britt pushed herself up on my shoulders, teasing me with her pussy pressed tighter to my single-minded member. I don't know which is pusher, your dick or your stomach, she said slowly rocking her hips. Gina and Kate giggled at Britt. Well, I'm getting a little hungry too, Gina said, both hands still kneading the little one's perky butt. Well, hell, I can help you with that, Kate exclaimed, and before any of us could blink, Gina had a mouth full of slick pussy. With the aid of the coconut-enhanced lubricant, Kate deftly pulled on Gina's shoulders, sliding forward and then sitting up in mid-slide, planting herself directly over Gina's surprised face. Gina was more than happy to partake of one of her favorite dishes as an appetizer. Grabbing Kate's hips, Gina pulled her down and worked her magic. Her long tongue speared the little raven-haired beauty's clam and she feasted on her juices, the excesses flowing down her chin. Kate had a hold of the back of Gina's head and rocked herself back and forth, working her nubbin on Gina's nose. Gina fought for control and soon captured her clit between her lips and before long, Kate was just hanging on, riding an orgasm that threatened to drown her roommate. Holy shit! Kate groaned as she found the strength to slide back down Gina's body, back where she started. I love you so much, she said as she kissed and licked her remains off Gina's face. Throughout their encounter, Brit had found a way to rub herself to a quick climax on the top of my dick. I received another enthusiastic kiss before my lover slowly dismounted and stood beside the lounge. I'd been lying way too long and stood too, stretching the kinks out. Standing behind Brit, I massaged her back until she leaned back into me, forcing me to switch to the front. She'd round against me as I played with her bountiful seas. Her strength revived and her lover's face cleaned. Kate slid to her feet and helped Gina regain her footing. We met in a four-way hug with three hands claiming possession of my still-rigid member. Britt broke up our naked scrum. I think we've all had enough sun and some of us are still hungry. She said, winking at Gina. Oh, I'm still hungry. That was just the first course. Her hand still on my dick and her other moving toward Britt's snatch. Britt artfully dodged the grab and took off toward the ladder with Gina close behind. Careful. I warned them. I don't need anyone falling through the hole. They may have slowed down a bit. But in a flash, Kate and I were left alone on the roof to do cleanup. Well, that figures. Kate whined. I'm always left to clean up the mess. What? And I'm nobody? I replied in my most hurt-sounding whimper. I was behind her, and she turned and gave me that sorrowful pout, her big brown eyes looking down, probably at my cock. She stepped over and wrapped her arms around me, her face resting on my lower chest. I'm sorry, she said between kiss to my chest. Living with those two, it just seems like every time I turned around, they were gone and I was left to straighten up. She hugged me tighter, squirming on my cock which was folded up between us. Poor baby, I answered as my fingers ran through her long hair and came to rest on her firm butt. I gave them a firm squeeze and then lifted her up until our lips met, her feet nowhere near the floor. Kate's little tongue, tasting slightly of her own sweetness, danced with mine. Out of breath, I lowered her back to the deck sliding down my torso. Her pussy came to my reawakened cock and her wet lips slid down my pole. Back on terra firma, Kate kissed my tummy once more and stepped back. My cock glistened from her anointment, and I flexed it at her. She giggled and then oddly, she blushed before turning away. Well, she stuttered. We, we, well, we'd better get this stuff back downstairs. 
I smiled and tried not to laugh as she scurried around and gathered up spent water bottles and empty bottles of suntan lotion. Throwing everything into the couple bags they'd brought up, Kate walked over to the roof hatch and carefully bent over the hole. Making sure it was clear below, she dropped the bags to the studio floor with a thud. My dick responded to her glistening sex as she lingered over the hole. She turned and smiled at my obvious arousal, blushing once more. Here, help me get these cushions covered up, she said as she gathered up one of the vinyl covers. So, she said as we each took corners and covered the lounges to protect them from the unrelenting sun. We really do need to discuss your compensation for letting Gina and I run our little business out of your place. I'm really excited about the opportunity Johnny and you have given us and I want to treat it like a real business and learn from it. She paused and then wandered over to the rail and leaned on it, looking out over the city. I stepped up next to her and let her continue. Gina and I talked a lot about it last night, and I think we both realize what a wonderful learning experience this can be for us. Win, lose, or draw, we can only benefit from the experience. She paused and watched a private jet make its way to its final destination. She shivered as a cool gust enveloped us. I put my arm around her shoulder and pulled her in tight. Kate reached around my back and gave my butt cheek a loving pinch before pulling me tighter yet. Leaning her head against my side, she continued. You know, if anyone had asked me a year ago before I left home to come out here to school, what I thought my first year would be like, I couldn't have even come up with what has really happened. Between the girls, the store, you. Pausing. Your big dick. Giggling. I don't think I could have written a better story. We both hugged each other tighter, and I twisted to kiss her on top of the head. Well, I replied. The last three months has been the highlight of my life so far, too. Kate gazed up at me with those big brown eyes, full of love and expectation. I meet this incredible woman who, without warning, grabs my heart and refuses to give it back. And then to top it off, she shares it with her two best friends and they in turn give me a bit of their hearts to hold and I have never felt so complete and content in my life. I pause to wipe my eyes, must be the smog, and Kate looked down to hide hers. In the silence, I thought I sensed a little movement and a light sniffle. Turning my head slowly, I caught a glimpse of the top of a blonde head ducking back down the roof hatch. Smiling to myself, I looked back at the view I was so lucky to have and share. Back in the moment, my hand drifted down the little one's hip and rested on her perky ass. Moaning lightly, she reciprocated, kneading my cheek as we continued to take in the sights. Another breeze broke the reverie. Shit, it's getting a little nipply up here, she said, laughing at her play on words and to prove it, turned and sure enough, her dark nipples pointed proudly to the horizon. Well, we can't have that, I exclaimed as I promptly wrapped my warm lips around one while shielding the other with my hand. Kate giggled her little girl giggle until I relinquished my hold. Okay, the girls must have dinner ready by now, we better get downstairs. Okie dokie. She tittered as she turned and skipped to the hole in the roof. She turned to step down on the ladder and I held her hand and helped her get her footing. Once again, she found herself face to, well face to Dick and looked up at me once again with those big brown eyes. Like it was some kind of major inconvenience, I inched forward until she could take me between her sweet lips once more. She suckled until I was about half hard and then backed off, gave me a quick peck on the pecker head and then giggled the rest of the way down the ladder. By the time I closed the hatch and made my way down the ladder, Kate and the bags were gone. I shoved the bed back against the wall and straightened out the curtain behind it. I could hear the female chatter as I made my way downstairs and through the front door. Indeed, Britt and Gina had rummaged around enough to put out a respectable spread. What do you want to drink, lover? Britt inquired as I took a seat at the counter.
I looked over the spread and opted for a beer. Do we still have any of the red trolley ale? Yeah, my naked barmaid answered as she turned to the fridge. How about you, Katie? Can I get you something? Thanks, sweetie. There should still be some lemonade in there. Britt poured both our drinks into a couple frosted mugs from the freezer, and then she and Gina joined us at the bar. The sun and fooling around had us hungrier than even our protesting bellies had let on, and we ate in silence for a good long time. The only sounds were moans of gastric satisfaction and smacking lips. I had to push away from the bar or I was going to pay for it later. If you ladies will excuse me, I'm stuffed and I need to get this sunscreen off of me. I stood up. Gina, leaning down and giving her an awkward kiss and then. Brit, twisting to kiss my girl. Thank you for a marvelous meal. I'll gladly clean up after I get cleaned up. It's a deal, babe. Brit offered as I turned toward the bedroom. Cat calls and a couple of but slaps sent me on my way. In a rare instance, I showered alone, reflecting on the day. I pondered the business arrangements that would have to be made with the girls and their swimsuit business, and I built the office-slash-warehouse they needed in my head. Finally free of the multiple layers of sun protection, I got dried of and scraped the whiskers off my face. As I stepped into the bedroom to retrieve something to wear, I remembered that the Naked Day proclamation was still in force so I strutted back, bare-assed, into the kitchen. The cat calls and whistles picked up where they'd left off earlier. I started clearing the dishes and Kate said, Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've had enough of this sticky stuff on me too. Anyone want to join me? You scrub my back, I'll scrub yours. She smiled. Need you ask? Gina replied as she took her by the hand and led her toward the master bedroom. Britt was right on their tail when Gina paused and turned to me to ask. Is it okay if we use your shower? You know you don't need to ask, but I appreciate it. Oh, and try not to use all the hot water this time. All three tittered and giggled and then turned luscious tail and disappeared around the corner. I listened to laughing and squealing and splashing as I cleaned up the kitchen. You are one lucky fucker, I told myself, not needing much of an imagination to know the antics taking place thirty feet away. Soon the water stopped and the sound of small jet engines sounded as three hair dryers put my electric meter into overdrive. The kitchen cleanup detail was complete and the hair drying continued, so I opened another bottle of Carl Strauss's finest and retreated to the living room. I was surfing through the hundreds of channels offered by my satellite provider, annoyed that there was still nothing on worth watching. Thankfully the girls, clean, coiffed and still gloriously naked, sauntered into the room. I was never happier to turn off the tube as they all joined me on the couch. Snuggled up with my new tenants on either side of me and Brit next to Gina, the negotiations began. The girls really got into it talking about sales projections, inventory concerns, work schedules and everything else that comes up in running a business. I threw in a couple spoilers such as insurance and licensing, but they never slowed and had soon filled half-dozen pages of notes. After a good two hours of planning and plotting, Kate picked up the notes and ran through the high points once more, just to be sure that we were all in agreement. I made sure to stay out of any talk about the business itself unless I was asked for my opinion or advice. As the landlord, my only real role in all this was providing and maintaining the physical property and collecting the rent. So George, Kate addressed me, turning to face me. You're sure you still want to do the build-out on your dime? I looked at her with surprise and a bit of admiration. She really was in business mode despite the fact that we were all sitting there naked with all our bits and pieces on display. It took me a couple seconds before I replied. Yes, that'll work for me. Like I said, it's an improvement on my property. I haven't spoken to my partner yet. Glancing over at Brit. 
but I'm thinking about incorporating red brick photography and making her a legitimate partner with a percentage of the business. It took a second for it to register. Suddenly Brit's blue eyes grew and she screamed as she climbed across Gina and launched an oral attack on me. You'd have thought I'd just split a Mega Millions jackpot four ways as Gina and Kate joined in. Hugging and kissing and delighted squealing overtook the earlier serious business meeting. The rejoicing finally subsided, although the teasing and caressing seemed to be continuing. Britt looked up at me with moist and slightly darker eyes, her tell of her sexual feelings. Are you serious? She asked. Her tone was almost one of disbelief or suspicion and I quickly squelched that. Of course I'm serious. From a business standpoint it only makes sense to incorporate. As far as making you a shareholder and partner, well hell, without you there wouldn't be a business. Oh God. She teared up as she gave me another smothering kiss. I love you so much. You have no idea how much this means to me. As she gave me another breath-robbing kiss. Kate and Gina joined in and the girls shared kisses as stray hands discreetly, or not so discreetly fondled me and each other. Again the passion tide receded and we all leaned back to catch our breath. Well, Kate said as her hand played along my thigh. Who'd have thought that we'd all be business owners before we even started our second year of college? It gave me pause and startled me a bit too. Here I was, a carpenter in his mid-twenties with a lifelong hobby that was soon to be my dream career. Top that off with living a fantasy that I could have never conjured up. Shit, I should have pinched myself to make sure it wasn't a dream, but no need as Gina's hand was in my lap, tracing my length with her fingers. So, she said as she flicked the crown of my semi-erectness. Let me see if I have this right. Red Brick Photography is now a corporation with you and Brit as shareholders, correct? I nodded, looking over at Brit who had the biggest smile she could possibly make. Continuing. So little old Katie and I will be renting space from Red Brick Photography and we'll have to negotiate our rent with both of you. She asked with a glint in her eye. Oh. Brit hummed as she imagined the negotiations. Well, I don't know about that. I replied, receiving some questioning looks. The building is in my name so that means I'll have to collect rent from the new corporation, so I guess I'll have to negotiate that with you. As I stared at Brit. Her response was simply running her tongue over her lips. Kate and Gina giggled as they felt my shivering response. So, I continued. I then have to decide if I want to rent to both entities separately and negotiate the rent independently. Which got me a couple of yes votes in the form of a couple strokes to the non-voting member. Or do I rent the entire building? Less the living quarters to RBP and let RBP negotiate the rent with you lovely ladies. This drew yays from all parties, three hands now trying to pay favor to the erect non-voting member. It sounds like a win-win for all parties concerned, whispered Kate as she stretched up and ran her tongue around my ear. I've got no problems with that proposition, Gina added as she kissed my other ear. I was waiting for a unanimous approval. Well, I'm not 100% convinced of which is the right way to go. We all gave her questioning looks as she appeared deep in thought. I really think I need to call a meeting of the board of RBP and hash this out. And with that, Britt was on her feet and quickly plucked me out of between the other two and was leading me by the hand toward the bedroom, air, boardroom. Come on, Mr. President, we're gonna have a meeting. Gina and Kate were busting a gut as Britt dragged me into the bedroom and closed the door behind us. Then, looking at each other, Gina said, Well, partner, I guess we should have a meeting of our own. We have a big day tomorrow. I'll second that. Kate answered as she flipped herself over Gina and kissed her until Gina finally just stood up and carried the laughing little nymph into their room. Continue in the next part.